Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. WaveKey was created by Brad Gerlach to help improve your surfing. WaveKey is a land-based systematic surf training method. For all surfers, for all levels. Check out wavekey.com. That's W-A-V-E-K-I.com. Pada Sushi, a new sushi place here at the Albertsons in Newland Center. Your go-to spot for grab-and-go sushi, handmade, fresh daily. You can get all your favorites or get something custom. And make sure to stop by on Fridays for the $5 special. Pada Sushi. At Albertsons in the Newland Center off of Beach and Adams. Wax, the wax that's found under all of the best surfers on the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, 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 we're not doing the 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo wax, the best wax in the game. Foo wax. Bonsai balls. They only use real Asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck. They also get their honey from a, and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast and make their own peanut butter. Damn. They've got seven locations. And download the Bonsai Bowl app to skip the line. Skip the line. Order ahead. Bonsai Bowl, healthy, delicious. Caliente Southwest Grill. Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have great salads, vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for all your events. Nice. Visit calientesouthwest.com. Or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Crafted in San Diego. It's an adult beverage built for all walks of life. Bro, you've had it, I've had it. It's delicious. It is so good. It's refreshing, only 100 calories, all organic, no sugar, also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland Hard Seltzer. There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic Life is an adventure-driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop playing. Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out Iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, Iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at Iconic Life. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Lydon. That's awesome. 
This week's guest is a surfer, skateboarder, super talented snowboarder, and especially crazy good on a dirt bike. Yes, he dominated MX circuit as a Grom turned pro and almost died from a leg injury, bad motorcycle accident. Yep, we're going to hear about that. He made, he's now making a name for himself as an MX free rider or street rider. rider. I don't know. He's kind of started a new category in, in moto. MX is, skateboarding? MX fucking... It's free ride. Yeah, he does it all. Free ride? This he does John, it all. Yeah. Anyways, you need to check out his latest short film, Dead Man Walking, presented by Fox. He's an HB superstar. We welcome Justin. Born and bred. Bro, born and bred. <laughs> Justin. Fuck Molf. Molfer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your nickname? That's, that's, that's what they say about that's me. That's what they say. <laughs> what, what nicknames do you have? I'm sure that's you just have. Just but Molf. I'm, I mean, I mean that's like what comes from my dad. Even like, they call him Molf or whatever. Yeah, Molf. It's just my last name. But yeah, the real Molf's somewhere else. Before, uh, <laughs> before we start talking about you... Let's briefly give your dad a shout out. <laughs> right. Dude, that dude is HB enforcer. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> Mulford, who's a badass, tall. Oh, come on. He's a big teddy bear. He's yeah. a big, <laughs> he's a scary <laughs> teddy bear. Yeah. He's a scary teddy bear, but. Yeah. He's an aggressive teddy bear. Yeah, he's an aggressive <laughs> teddy bear. He's a grizzly. Dude, no. that guy's awesome. Yeah. I wish yeah. I wish there was more. Uh, Mulford's out there. Yeah. There's a couple it. more coming. Nice. Well, welcome to the show. We're stoked to have you on. Yeah. I'm stoked to, to be talk here. About. Um, oh, we forgot to introduce. Uh, this is my girlfriend, Laura. Laura. Hello, Laura. Hi. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Don't you so might shy. be the first couple that we've ever had on the show. Right? Well, it's an honor. I don't know. Yeah. The first time for everything. No, we had uh, uh, Doc and Amber. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's Hot, the hottest couple in the... The cutest couple, cutest couple yeah. in the surf industry. There you go. Yeah. This is the cutest couple <laughs> in the moto industry. <laughs> I'll take it. So, so... HB, what was it like? Yeah, yeah. tell us uh, tell us how you got into surfing first, and then we'll... Okay. Well, my dad's obviously... You guys know my pops. He starts surfed from when he was young, as it can be. Grew up in a pretty raw part of Huntington. Lived that same life. and hasn't pretty much left the place, so... He's real rooted here. He's introducing me to all you guys and more. So all you guys have seemed like pretty much family to me. Um, what part of Huntington can, is that? Uh, downtown Huntington, I would yeah. guess you could say. Yeah. Or, I mean, right by the beach, Huntington. <laughs> Not inland or like, you know, a little yeah. farther over there. Um, For most people that don't know about Huntington, it used to be, you know, we talk about it a yeah, lot. but Oil fields and dirt. Yeah, it used to yeah. be rough. Rough, you know what I mean, and then things changed. I, know, I was talking to my dad with him actually this morning from like the 80s, from the OP Pro riots, and like all the cops that got brought in, and like how much co how much trouble they used to cause when they were younger, and how much they could get away with because it was just a bunch of Andy Griffin looking cops just walking. <laughs> it was it was not only like five or six cops. He's like, I don't remember nothing. Like yeah. you know, they used to do a bunch of and they knew the they knew the locals stuff. and they tend not to like really hassle, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. the. the the OGs, you know, they hey, knock it off. Like mm -hmm. they're more worried about people coming in from out of town. Yeah. yeah. So like he came from that real, real local area, and then he, he didn't really have too much of like a good family setup. So he has he was running his muck and like kind of raised himself, and uh, did as best as he can with me. Obviously, I probably saved him more than anything at the time, and he'll tell you that. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. To himself. Uh, That's rad. So, yeah, it was like he was just a wild man, like you guys know of him. Is your mom then, still in the picture? Or? My mom's in Big Bear. She works, uh, owns the cab business up there, runs a transportation that was like inherited to her probably 15 years ago. Yeah, Because cool. she was having a hard time running, my, raising my two little brothers that she had. A, um, they're Separate. not. Yeah, they're not the same dad. Um, uh, so. Basically, since she was such a hustler and looking, you know, looking after the kids so much, this guy was passing away and like saw that she was such a hustler for the kids and inherited the company to her. So since then, she's been running that company, running all the transportation. Um, like uh, mostly since with Uber coming around and all that stuff, like the last couple of years has been not so great with that part of the business because it's hard to hire people that want to do it and not getting as much blah 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 and then like uh another thing is we do the transportations for like medicals like physical therapy or eye appointments and doc you know basically yeah. insurance companies pay for my mom's route right now and that's like her bread and butter and that's what she's been running and she's burnt on it to be honest because it's just so hard to like handle with all the Drunks and doing all that yeah. kind of people. It's hectic, especially it's in Big Bear. It's hard to do service like that, you know. Yeah. People that have to go to the doctor and you know, because they're not in the most healthy state, yeah. you know, and they're probably eggy and like, mm-hmm. eh, you know, not in the best health. So you're like, yeah. it's got to be tough. And plus, what, like you said, with Uber. Yeah, the Uber is what's kind of been the most roughest part in the beginning because. She pays for a lot of money for the insurances and stuff, and like, there's dudes on all types of different drugs or selling drugs out of those Ubers, out of that place. <laughs> and it's like, dude, my mom's like, what? The? I'm like, she's like, I'm paying stupid amount of money as for a, my insurance. As a and, legitimate yeah. business, and these guys are yeah, no yeah, thing. like taking and she's like, I'm making my, my liability and this thing, all things all good, all insurance, blah 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 blah. I don't even know exactly how all that perfectly runs, but yeah, so yeah, when that's did, pretty when much. When did she move up to? Big Barry said? Um, she's probably like 97 or 98. Okay. So did and you stay with your dad? Mm, uh, yeah, I was, I was really back and forth. Uh, okay. I was raised in motocross and things were really serious at the time. 
like around Let's that go area. Back to when did you first start surfing? Or how did when you... I first started surfing, I, I wasn't like that into it. I think my dad was like just bring me down to the beach and he was all everyone used to all the boys used to kick it at Tower Two and I would just sit under Tower Two in my trucks and he would go surf and then come out, all right, we're going surfing. I'm like, all right, like I didn't really surf, you know what I mean? Like three years old, like pushing on, like standing up on whitewash, but like every other kid would. But I was just like, I didn't really pick up on my own time in surfing until I was like 12, until I was like able to get to the beach by myself. And yeah. like, cause there was, a, I remember my dad would go surf. I wouldn't really go surf with them. I'd go skate while he was surfing. And I was like, when I was like eight, nine, 10 years old, like, yeah. I wasn't too into the water. I didn't like it that yeah. as much. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't. It didn't bother me. I just wasn't that into it. You know, because yeah. I was riding. I was like, Did your dad try to push you into it? Or no, not at all. He just gave it to me. Like he gave me everything, and then he saw what I had, and then just kind of pushed it from there. Because like with the riding, I was just like, it clicked well. He broke his. He he just got a bike. And then since he had a bike, he got me a little bike and then he would go to the track and then he saw the potential in me. And then one of the dads at the track was like, dude, get him racing. Like, this right, it'll we, be fun. We gotta, we gotta go back though. So, yeah. okay, so okay. when you're, you know, like eight through 10, I mean, that's kind of where kids are really into BMXing and skateboarding yeah. and everything anyways. But, you know, to be able to like have- And were you living here with your dad and back and forth? Yeah, my mom had a little bit of time here at that time before eight you know and then she moved up there and i'd be back and forth like visiting he would go up my dad was snowboarding all the time and then his one of his best friends pat allen you guys know pat oh, allen. yeah yeah pat allen lived up there so we would always go do you know he brought us kind of into the snowboarding scene to be honest it was like yeah. mostly what he yeah he, he you started know, like, the, it the basically what circuit of you know yeah the, the reason snowboard. why i snowboard yeah. Basically. Did so. you get into snowboarding before Moto or um, about the same time? The, everything was right there. I think like ma major time was like six years old. I don't remember six years old so well because it was just like it, we did. I did everything. Like he's a skateboard. You're a skateboard. Ollie up the curb. Ollie up. Dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Go run over to him. Can I go Ollie up the curb? Like I had to go on the street. You know what I mean? To do it. So yeah. it was like that was all like beginning times. Like just he's just throwing me stuff because he's just yeah. the way he lived, you know? So go for it. No, that's what do you the need? perfect way. What do you need? Here, he gave me the tools, tool. and he just figured out what tools I wanted to do. I kind of just stuck with everything. I just yeah. did a little bit of it. I, I got bored quick with stuff, so I'd go do this. Well, at least you didn't have a dad like late night. Like late Whoa. night pushes <laughs> JJ and Duke into everything. Hard yells at him and all that. Oh, I got pushed. <laughs> I've been pushed. Not even. We, like, haven't, we, haven't got, we haven't got there yet. Just don't worry. <laughs> The surfing, but see, I mean, I wish he kind of did push me with surfing when sometimes I think about it. Because, I mean, that's, that's, that's the best lifestyle there is, is the surf lifestyle. I mean, Jesus, if you go live on, get paid to go surf a tropical island all the time, like, oh, that dude. was yeah. got to be killer. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm out there in the dirt grinding, like, yeah. slamming Breaking death. Shit. Like, yeah. looking at death in the eyes every day almost, basically. Like, yeah. all it takes is one dumb kid to land on me and one dumb, dumb decision for me to land on somebody else. That's yeah. like... <laughs> it's on the edge, you know? so I learned how to live on this fence and balance with it the whole time. So yeah, that's like almost what keeps me thriving is like I'm. Not, it's not even the, like that little tiny scare I need. It's yeah. like it's kind of fucked up, but yeah. And coming from a dad that didn't race moto or anything, you no. know, it's it's pretty new, and yeah. you know, you're. I, I mean, with my kids, yeah, I want them to surf and snowboard because that's what it, you know. You, you kind of want your kids to do what you yeah. do because it's convenient. Like, oh, let's go do this. It's all fun. But you also want to expose them to 
all kinds of things and see what clicks and yeah. see what they gravitate towards. So did you did you live with your dad most of the time then? Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. My mom like was taking care of my two little brothers and that's like what the whole thing is. I'd go visit them a lot and there was a there was a, that was a pretty good kind of a heavy moment times and stuff. My dad's to separate to the different dad and then the mom tug of war. You know, yeah, it's a little hard. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's all emotions and it's all first kid. There wasn't they weren't that old yet. You know what I mean? To where it's all learning for them. But there everything's great now. It's just yeah. like at the time it was so. It's tough when the kids are young. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, when you're independent, you're like, dude, I got my own money, I got my own car, I'll just you know yeah. visit. It's it's different than what school are you going to go into and where is he going to stay full time and what, you know, like circle of friends and sports and, you know, it's like a lot of variables. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to ever like, I didn't really like lose it too, you know, like go on to some crazy rampage on a drug binge or anything. I party and have fun with my friends, but I'm, I'm pretty moderate with my stuff and having a good time. I've never really fell off the deep end off, yeah. you know what I mean? Other than mentally, like, you know, like kind of <laughs> a couple, me- couple of mental breakdowns where I lost it and like dipped to the mountains for a couple of years in my life where I didn't come around, didn't surf, didn't talk to no one, like didn't talk to my dad for a couple of years, nothing, just fly fished and snowboarded, like didn't leave the mountain, like, yeah. you know what I mean? But I never went off. That's that's what saved me from going doing that kind of stupid stuff or yeah, there was one moment I was hanging out with some like hectic kids, and I was like kind of getting involved with kind of going the wrong direction. That's what kind of scared me to get out of here and kind of just once I lost riding and all that kind of stuff. It just my like my to find um, adrenaline, adrenaline yeah. and stuff, and was kind of doing some weird route. So I like turned, tried to turn it around, and then dipped away from here, and yeah. got away from the right you know, different kids. You know, yeah. When you guys grew up, it was a little bit it's still gnarly, but not as yeah. Not as mixed as what I'm dealing with. I feel, I I, no, I, I dealt sure. with so many different mix of different kids growing up in Huntington Beach. It's, it's so many like a zip code just changes everything. It's just weird. Like <laughs> yeah. what That's the true. heck? Like it's so insane. Like not, yeah. now it's kind of more together because it's social media. Everything, yeah. everyone's together now. So it's a lot more. You see a lot more. Um, like, but then you had to go. You had to go see it. Yeah. kind of thing you know oh what is what it's like that over there on that side of town let's go over there this weekend seems like so far away yeah, and everything like was so big so yeah. so at six years old you, you kind of was getting the skateboarding and then mo- uh, snowboarding in moto too kind of everything surfing i was kind of didn't really care too much i would just go to the beach to yeah. be honest and children played football and my dad would like all of his friends were throwing footballs and the girls they wanted to talk to i was like the freaking <laughs> chick magnet yeah the Keep chick going. magnet come on Running, you know what I mean? Sorry about around. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, sorry. No. Yeah, what, do you guys, what do you guys do? I'll be hanging out tower too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they don't. You can't even do that no more. I can't even hang out under that tower. But it used to be cool like that when all the boys were hanging out. That was my favorite times. Like, yeah. and then when like in the summertime, it was separate. Like you know, in between two and four, we still kind of do. There's it. a couple yeah. days last summer. Yeah, we were down there. We sneaking but in not there. Not the group and like the the. It was. It, Locked you know, and loaded, a lot of boys and yeah, girls, like, you yeah. know, hanging out. Now it's, like, spotty. Mm-hmm. And then now, I, I kind of did notice, though, there was a couple of times where we got it pretty thick in there, and, like, the, all the kooks were, like, yeah, I'm not really hanging out around there. Like, you could just see that, not kooks or whatever, just people that are out of town just separate yeah. more, like, and you just see that, like, our little group's yeah. more powerful. Because yeah. it's just the comfort. You can see the comfort <clears throat> in people, you know? Like, people at the beach, they don't look that comfortable half the time. They're like, yeah. sunscreen, like, barely touching the sand, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> out of place. Just out of place. <laughs> like, so, like, you can tell, and, like, I don't know. I did notice that last year. Like, we did that more often. It would be a lot more, like, yeah, you know, 
whatever. That's like kind of it goes back to my dad's age. He's like he was saying, he's like, man, we were so wild. There was no out of town. It was like really like hanging out with that energy. It was, yeah, people were fighting. You know, you know, yeah. it was tactic. Like it was not. Yeah, it was a broken. It was town. fun. It was it, it was our clubhouse. You know, yeah. like that's how I try to explain it. You know, like we didn't have I, a building to hang out, but but I think his dad's spot. era was definitely more rough and oh, not sure. social. Mm-hmm. And then your generation kind of made it a little bit more acceptable of out of towners or yeah inlanders to to start. You, you know, got, you guys got to see that. You guys got the taste of it. I feel. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, to yeah, see was good. Times. But now we we do. I just I split my time. I go to River Jetties a lot too in the summer. You know, because we call it Red Cup Beach, mm-hmm. which is Red Cup's the dopest. Which is yeah. between. It's good for the kids and family, but there's no life. You know, nobody's bothering you. Yeah. You can you know crack some beers yeah. down there. You know, not shipping on and you. And we see all kinds of people down there, and it's great for the kids. You know, and that's Very. kind of where you know where we're at now too. It's like well, you know, north side pier parking is kind of gnarly. If you get down to River Jetties, it's you know, yeah. You guys have it sick. I, I, I love your guys' stuff, Jay. I like you and your family and uh, stuff. Pulling up in the, yeah, pulling up. I was filming the kids. The kids are ripping out there. <laughs> dogging on dudes. I'm like... JJ's already freaking... I laugh at his grom so hard sometimes. <laughs> just pull, he even got that look on him, too, like Jay did. Like, I was just like... On it. And the little like dudes are like looking at him like you know what I mean? He's just right he's still literally he's already on the way before the dude's got like three paddles oh, on yeah. it. Mars <laughs> teaching like, him right, oh. dude. I'm all dude, just you, you put out the horse horse race blinders, man. You, you don't I'm see all, anybody. I, I saw the inside I saw him fade like three people and I ran him away. Oh, fading kids out there today. <laughs> he's yeah. all huh like looked at me. That's why I it's good to serve cool. pure linen. You kinda of, you know, build up that little bit of You, you don't know. see me on north side. I, I can't do north side. <laughs> The dudes are way too aggressive on door side. Yeah, don't surf the pier, guys. <laughs> yeah, pier's no. hard. So you said, you know, you so you're. Was there anything like that stood out before you started getting really into motorbike, like you know, skateboarding, snowboarding? Like, what was kind of like? I mean, I, I my dad, I, I, I was just like went to like I remember like in school I played baseball and then football, like whatever. I tried a couple things or whatever. I didn't really like the ball sports and waiting for people. The whole independence thing. Once I started getting to like. Knowing that, like, oh, I could just do this, and this is all I need to and do. I don't have to go show up at a yeah, practice and I go or meet up for a coach or this or that. Yeah, and everyone's on their own team, coaching their own selves, figuring out what they want to do. Like, this is independent. I love this. This is better, you know. And then, like, I started riding when I won my first race, and that's pretty much where it started at seven. I remember, like, literally March seventeenth, two nineteen ninety-seven. I won my first race, and I was like, in March. March seventeenth, huh. yeah. Holy smokes, we're on St. Patty's tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, exactly. Well, on St. Patty's Day, you won your first yes moto contest. Yes. yes, it was on Saturday. This was meant to be that we interviewed you yeah, today. Yeah, huh? on a Saturday. That's crazy, actually. Yeah, I didn't even really think about that. So, so your I first. Remember the date. We planned that, you guys. This is how like we go on this Motorcycle, or your first time moto. Motoing, <laughs> oh my God. riding a bike. Who took you, or, or how did that happen? So my dad had a couple homies, like Jeff Hyde, his dude Herbie, um, just a couple dudes that were like kind of like had the idea, knowing what's going on. Especially Hyde. I don't know if you guys know who Jeff or Sean Hyde Sean is. Hyde, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I said. Did I say, did I say Jeff Hyde? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, that's a snowboard filmer. Let's say that's my <laughs> homie too. I got it. Everything all mixed up. Uh, yeah, Sean Height, and uh, he kind of did show a lot, and then my, you know, he knew a lot more. 
because he did race and stuff. And then when it came down to getting to the track, he did help a lot, as far as I remember. But mostly it was just me and him getting into it. And then, like, you know, he would learn from people. And then so, so it was just... Did you tell your dad the first day you rode, you're like, dude, I like this. I want, I want one. I well, want to get one. Dude, what's crazy is we would go out and he snapped his leg. And I was, Your dad did? Yeah, he snapped his leg. And he was like, I'm never riding again. Sold his bike. Like, But I'm like, I want to ride. I want to ride. Like, I want to ride. Like, <laughs> all the time, you know? So he snapped his leg. And then he would bring me out to the track after he got healed, like, eight months later. And I just started, like, ripping, like, three weeks in a row, I remember. I think it was something like that. And then one of the dads was like, dude, get him to the race this weekend. Like, Saturday nights, it's so fun. We all drink beers, hang out, full kick it, pits. It's, and it was. It was a sick barbecue. It was like practice in the morning, and then it cuts off, and then you go do the races at night. That's cool. And I, I freaking won my first race, and that was like it. I was like, I want to be Jeremy, Jeremy McGrath. Like, so did you, you know? like, how, how did you get so good so fast? Like, uh, did you, did you kind of just like watch think, people and, you know, like to win it, to win something like that, right? At, mm. at your first time. Just got to floor it and hang on, and then... Yeah, did, I was good at the, I had I had balls as a kid. I was able to jump. It was the jump. You just charged. The corning was. I didn't even understand how to corner yet. I was just like, yeah, jump. Like, because yeah. the first riding I did was out in the hills riding, free riding. It was just a jump. And like, my first, it like, wasn't traversing through the yeah, track. Yeah, I didn't know, like, like a lap. The, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch a race before? No. I watched, we used to watch, we used to go to, like, the Supercrosses. I remember, like, back in the day, you go to But you're not analyzing, you're just there partying. You're like, popcorn, just I need uh, cotton candy, I need <laughs> well, this. When you're a little kid, it's like, whoa, red bike, green bike, red bike. Yeah. You know, all these bikes are colorful, and the, the, the smells like two-stroke air. It's like, <laughs> gas. I'm like, jeez, this is cool. Like, just what did you, look, do you like, remember what, did you win stuff? Like, I won a trophy. I remember I was so stoked. I have a, I yeah. have a trophy, three seventeen ninety seven. My dad, I like remember him writing it, all that stuff. Like Star West, freaking hot, you know. Where was uh, the race? Star West, and it was uh, in Paris, California. Wow. It was like pretty much a track that everyone would go to back in the day, and all that. Was your dad psyched or what? My dad was psyched, and he was like stoked for me. He was like, "Dad, this is something we can do together. That's like not football." Or and then we started using football as a training. Like, that was my training. Cross <laughs> training. He's like, we're going to Hell Month. I'm like, that's it? You know? Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, why yeah. football? Because there was just... They it, push it you. make you cry, they dude. Push you. They were, it was, yeah. like, horrible when you're a little kid. You didn't, like, you didn't know how to breathe right. You know, just be out of breath, and they're making you so run wait a minute. more. Did like, somebody tell you your tough, dad like, that playing football... Oh, no. Jerry, Jerry's a jock, man. Yeah. I know what... He already knew what to do. He's not really a jock, do. is he? No. He didn't play but, the sports. But, but like, he's, he's, he's a cowboy. He's fitness and, like, he's, yeah, yeah. But, but he's prison. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's prison. Yes, exactly. He's that dude. He's definitely, he's like a cowboy. Like, he's not, he's not the athlete. He's athletic, too. He's very athletic. But, yeah, yeah when still he. still ripping. Yeah, man, dude, but, I can't but, believe how good he serves sometimes. Like, dude. But football, like, yeah. that's funny to hear that that a, was your way. It's a boot camp, man. Six weeks or a month of just It was hell, hell dude. <laughs> it was hell month. I was, like, literally, like, but, super. But did you go to school or a No, team? you'd go to school. Then after school, you'd go get you know, all like your gear Pop and go. Pop Warner, Junior Pop Warner, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah, then you'd So you went to Pop Warner. Both. And, okay. I did, like, four years of football. And then I was, like, a quarterback my last year. But I was, like, I was, like, one of those kids that didn't grow. 
I didn't like hit puberty until I was like 18, 17. <laughs> so I'm like, I didn't grab when I graduated high school. It was like hey, five, it six. It sucked back then, but when you're my age, you're gonna be pretty pumped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like I and was like still waiting to hit puberty. See, he barely gets any fur on his face. So like five, six, when I graduated high school, like I didn't even hear that, London. Maybe I'll be five, six someday. <laughs> Shit. Um, so, okay, so, so you're, so you guys are serious. You guys are training. You're doing other sports, but you know, every week you're going out to the track, right? Yeah, and then that started picking up real well. And then like after I got over the little bikes and started figuring out things from like on a bigger bike and the speed and the so it goes from eighty to one twenty, fifty, sixty. Oh, you're on a fifty at first. Yeah, the first, really yeah. Small. I was only six or seven oh, years wow, old. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so, Were you going a lot with Sean Height? Um, not really. Okay. It was just like kind of like Another my dad knew that if I, he had a kind of a question about the racing or what he needs to kind of do, Sean was there, mm-hmm. but not like too much. Like yeah. you know what I mean? He wasn't like like doing it for me. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But like you know, Sean's got his life to live too. So yeah. it's just like he showed my dad a couple of things and a couple of ropes with it, and he kind of led on, and then he learned a lot more. Like my dad's a quick learner too. I mean, he never got to experience the riding, riding, but he was good at figuring out. Like, he got it down to where he was training beginners and novices off of my skill and, like, making money off of it. That was, like, how his hustle was. He was funny. He was train kids, too. There was kids coming over. Dad? Yeah. That's what I wanted to get into. Because I remember. When it got crazy. Yeah. Like, you're, you're going to all these events. It's expensive. Parents can't travel and do all this. And, and your dad, Jer, was able to work out some deals with some other families like yeah. hey i'm taking my son i could take your kids and have that side hustle of like you know i'm gonna watch over them make sure that you know like mm. the chaperone kind of chaperone guardian. coach yeah mechanic pretty, pretty much he hustled he, he yeah. got so embedded on the hustle that he wanted it more than me at one point. <laughs> yeah he's all killing it i don't know what i'm doing right now but <laughs> he got so momentum that he really did and he ran he had he had so many different people making it happen for us in like so many ways and then I had he was so you know how he is he's real like you know what I mean so like such a good he's so simple that he lives so simply that like his aggression so like different you know what I mean like I don't know it's hard to explain pops you would have to if you if you hang out with him for 20 minutes you'll know he ain't gonna change the fucking he ain't gonna change a shade of on him yeah for anybody like it only <laughs> i've seen him talk to the biggest dudes than the littlest dudes all in the same way yeah, yeah it's like yeah. dude leave the guy alone <laughs> <laughs> he's a talker he's a talker dude he'll talk your ear so he'll talk a pants off a nun after it's crazy your first contest you win it thank you jay and you you got like addicted to to racing i just thought it was so cool it's something i don't know so new when you're a kid you don't really have any of like a goal yet and then it just kind of grew in the 60s and we started going to the nationals that's when it hit me i won a couple races locally like cool this is cool like you know what i mean now whatever the best I, the best yeah but i'm still sitting at the beach every day with my dad playing, you know what i mean it's still yeah. the same thing so i wasn't really thinking about it yet then i started going to the nationals and started, like getting like 20th and i'm like whoa what the heck these kids are going so fast like i was on a 60 yeah, like, a then, then then you start hearing you know the legendary t- Thought talks about all the kids that are in my you know age group that are fast and the battles they had and like the years I missed that wasn't there like the 96 and 95 and 94 or whatever and yeah. I'm like dude like this is Screw crazy my dad picked up on it too started getting way into it he made a company out of it like made a thing called Max Gear and it was seat covers 
dude. And it, your dad did? Yeah, he was make seek. He, he literally made a seat cover company just so he can get by, so he, he can give you to the track. Like, and every fifty That's rider, fucking awesome. dude, and every fifty rider at the time had a Max Gear seat cover. Sick. Because <laughs> there was like AC Racing that kind of collabed it. But AC Racing was like this like made stands, ramps, and everything. But everyone needed the ramps and the stands. And then like the ramps that they had for the 50s were like this tall because the bikes are so little to work yeah. on. They needed to have the bike because the bikes are light. So their dads would pick them up onto the four foot stand they, they to work on it. They don't over and work on it. They yeah. want to stand. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was like a big stand that they had for the 50s. So those 50s stands that would, I would also sell with the, with the collab of the Max Gear seat cover. And he had like a whole design out of it. Then he actually made. So your dad came up with a seat cover. A seat cover, and he also like what's funny is he made a cartoon, fully written up cartoon, Max Gear, and it was like based off of me. Literally, he knew some dude from Hollywood. I don't even know how to explain this, but I'm dude, dude. It's literally rocket power, bro. (laughs) Literally rocket power like you want he had that whole intro of rocket power is my dad's like description i remember him talking to the guy the cartoons every single like the like you know the samples of all the shit making it work and then one day the guy disappeared and come around anymore and then two years later rocket power pops up he's like dude what like we don't even know if stole we, your idea mm, who knows i, I figured crazy. that was a crazy coincidence because it's like wow because he because he, he didn't talk to the guy no more the guy just the guy yeah. was from hollywood yeah. and then my dad was a big dumb surfer at the time like <laughs> whatever dude like you know yeah. <laughs> like to them like to these computer tech geeks that know how to take someone's idea and not yeah. have a heart for it like yeah i won't see him again Okay, you know, I mean, idea. I don't care how big this guy. He only he stayed in Huntington anyway. He ain't coming to LA, like or whatever. He's just, I don't know what. Junior you know? Rocket Power was the I'm, cartoon that came out, or it, Rocket Power literally is the, the description and all the little tiny things and stuff was like so obviously. Yeah, like the, 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 the you know stuff. you know like the intro would come in and there was like it would like go into different things like surfing to snowboarding to okay. like bicycle you know rollerblading whatever they're doing, like that was his whole intro. Like it was supposed to be like dirt bike jump into a landing into a surf wave getting barreled then coming out into a half pipe skate. Like that was his idea. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, yeah, yeah see, exactly. see like it just like all this intro. <laughs> so wow, so. That yeah. was your dad's idea. I mean, it was pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, I mean, we we're basically. I will, like, but it was it was for Moto for you to promote the company, like but Huntington? then they yeah. spun it into all the Doesn't other it? sports. It kind of yeah. yeah, and like the LA, kid and the trees. cartoons were so similar. That's why we were like, "What?" Like, because it was like the same cartoon style. Like, yeah. but, but but me, it was me as a blonde kid, not Auto Rocket. It was it was like a little tiny blonde kid with like Max a, Gear. Max Gear. And it was like a sprocket. I wish my dad had all the art, artwork. So he doesn't even have the artwork. I don't even think. Fuck, what a trip. Yeah, that's what's so crazy, dude. I'll always remember that. But that's not all guaranteed. I just think that I just kind of believe that was the yeah. craziest coincidence. Like yeah. two years later, like this guy just worked up some deal for t- and within two years, figured it out, and probably made so much money on rocket right. power. Yeah. That's what? the way the world works, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cutthroat. Yeah. You got to be careful it, what you talk about. Yeah. With that does, kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, Keep who those ideas tight. So you started getting into it and you were getting better and better. And you were saying how you, you were wishing that um, 
you missed like 95, 96 of no, I was just, just a kid started that young yeah. and they were competing. They, they were like, made me like FOMO. Like I was like a little kid. I'm like, damn, dude, I'm missing all these years. I should have been here. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be faster than these and kids. And when you, when you, so when you started, you stepped up the, to the nationals, mm -hmm. you, you weren't doing as well. Mm -mm. I, it was so nerve-wracking. It was so nerve-wracking waiting in the gate, the whole process, the whole parking. And way and more kids, yeah, right? Yeah, the semis, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? So it took me a moment to get used to that. And then when I got to the 80s, I really started picking it up. And then the Nash, like, kids started, like, hanging out with me. They liked me from the crusty days because I was, like, 8 and 9 around those times. So kids were like, dude, crusty. And then all the fast kids were like, Wait. Pastrana. All of them were all stoked. I'm all, not all these tell guys us, all of a sudden. Us, tell us about that. That was because I lived on, seriously, because of Black Flies. Yeah. I used to, I was the only Black Flies rider than Seth Enslow in the day, and Seth Enslow lived on my street because we lived on 18th Street, and Dana Nicholson, and John Freeman, and all the Black Fly dudes, Damon, I don't even know. And you were this I was just little... a little kid hanging out with a bunch of rock star style partying going on, and I'm like, little kid. So I'm like, you know what I mean? I don't even know what's going on exactly. You know, other Did than they create a skit for you. They created a skit, yeah. yeah. And then my like dad kind of like, you know, it's kind of off of like, just joking, and then it turned into something real. And that's actually, I think, where my dad met these this Hollywood dude or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what something was this, like that? I don't what, know. what was the skit? Was it the one where the ice cream truck's chasing you down? No, it was the first was the Paperboy one. Paperboy it was Messick. What was his name? He lived over on At um, Adams and Lake. He had a big tree house. Uh, Christian Me or phew, Todd Messick. Oh, yeah. the s skater or like surfer. Art artist dude. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. photographer. Yeah, yeah. photographer. Yeah. Like him and his um, my dad were pretty good friends, and then like his son was a friend of mine. But he had a sick ass tree house right there on Allen, and so Dana knew him. They wanted to film a skit like where I lived there and I was the new paper boy. <laughs> and I'm like going through town, like breaking windows with the freak with the nose <laughs> newspaper, like throwing it at people with coffee cups and stuff, like nailing surfers in the head. But it's all it's all planned. It's yeah, all yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it looks like a hectic little eight year old punk. Yeah. And then I finally come up to the last like dude and I'm like trying to knock this guy out with the the thing, but he's like karate chopping him and like. Kicking him, Ronnie Feist. It was so funny. And then, like, I break the window, like, and it goes into, like, the whole scene of Krusty Four. Like, Krusty Four, that was the intro. How, and many, then, how many skits were you in, or how many movies? And then the next year, this is when things were from that year all the way in from, to the next movie and to the movie after. This is when my, my warp of figuring out where I'm going with writing is. Like, Got it. Because that started popping off, and then I was, like, writing good because people were hyping me up. So my hype was up. And I didn't like, so things were building from eight, nine yeah. to dude, ten. Dude, you're young. Yeah, like, so eight years young, old. dude, hanging and out with these dudes were around. legends of the sport at the time. Oh, they yeah. were like big fucking rock star style. Oh, well, yeah. Adults partying and, and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing, you're, you're around a lot of oh, that's yeah. it. I stuff. pretty much I'd go to Black Lives and be like, my dad would be like, you're waiting in the lobby. I'll be right back. I'm like, damn it. And I'd like play with the fish. And like one time I remember just like, <laughs> One time, like, I had to follow him in. Like, what is going on? In there? <laughs> and then when you say I'll just black flies and motocross together, <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely seen way more as a young kid than I needed to. Do. My dad did not want me to see dude at all, for sure. <laughs> like, it was just like it was wild times, dude. It was just right there though, like '98, '99, right at the end of that yeah. millennium. Everyone was trying to act a little more extra. That was like, yeah. remember, like all those crazy five vs five movies and. Shit? 
Well, that's interesting <laughs> you bring up the like that timing of you here have the moto tour competitive side and then you're hanging out with this freestyle, you know, Krusty's freestyle side. Yeah. And that pathway of like, you know, kind of want to do both or one more, you know, you're leaning one way or the other. That was it, dude. That was the thing. They wanted me to be freestyle. And I was starting to pick up riding so fast. I was starting to get faster in those years. So I went from that eight when I was crusty four, I was eight. And then I went into filming the next year. I was nine, but I was already on an 80. And then like within that year, I started really picking up stuff and started getting on Honda. Then I got on Honda, like actually got like a, and that's like a big deal. huge. So they were like, "Yo, we we want you to do another skate because there was a ice cream one after." Like I don't have a job, paper boy that's no the, more. I was I, I was a little punk kid riding around on the streets and like stealing candy from the ice cream truck and like taking off on him, like and he's chasing me down the hill, and, like almost rolls a car, like pull, stops me and like pulls me out, like throws me over his shoulder, like takes off whatever, you know? And then the next scene was supposed to be like me pulling up in a big lifted truck with a bunch of like chicks in bikinis and like I was only 10 though, like, <laughs> <laughs> like dude, my dad's like, and then the, like, when, so it was, she was so clean cut for the racing and like yeah. the freestyle was such a freaking like, yeah, people loved it, but like it was too much for the racing. That's so, so funny. So the guy's like, look, you guys, this kid, your kid's ripping, like we want him, to, we want to hook him up. But we can't have him involved with all that stuff no more. We can't have him in the scene. And then vice versa. They were asking me to not be involved with that. They wanted me to be, be the freestyle kid and cut my fenders and do or something like that, right? Yeah. I don't know exactly. I was little, it's dude. It's funny so. how, you know, when we when we talk about surfing and skateboarding, snowboarding even, and now to hear it about moto. moto it's all the it's same. A, just it's a, a subculture, yeah. right? Subculture for sure. And, and even in moto, there's there's different tribes. Right, like true, totally. I'm subculture in moto. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what I I consider myself. I'm like, bro, I'm so subculture. It's stupid. Like, but but that's what's great, and we talk about all the time about having all of those within a sport is still great because it gives more identities. It gives everybody, yeah, more diverse. Gives people opportunity to carve out their own like personality, their own way, and you know, you win a contest, an event this week. Who cares? Like somebody's gonna win next week. That last one, you know. But like getting a cover in the magazines, like when we we're, in, you know, totally. We, we, I say me. Yeah, you. Linen, <laughs> you you know, me out of it. Which was like getting a photo <laughs> in the mags. Like this is gonna last forever. You know, contest. Nobody cares. It's in another country. You know, like but, it right. just seemed. Like, who was your first sponsor? Black Flies. Black Flies is your first sponsor. Black Flies is my first sponsor. Was I'll, it Bud that put you on, or was it? Somebody else. I think it was a collaboration of everyone. Jerry Mulford's kid. <laughs> Watch out, he's coming. Maybe I better sponsor this guy. Kind of thing, maybe. I don't know. So, because like, that's kind of what's cool about being good at something, right? Yeah, yeah. It's getting free stuff. I mean, when you're a kid, for sure. Yeah, and then turning around, going to school, going, see these fuckers? I wasn't even doing it. I was just putting them on. Guys. Like, I didn't even know. What, I didn't know how to be like, look at me. Like, yeah, I was just yeah. like, I'd have new shoes on and new glasses on every day. And they're like, dude, what the heck? How do you have all these new shoes? And I'm like, oh, I'm sponsored. They're like, what do you mean sponsored? Like, I remember this pretty well, like third, fourth grade and stuff. Like, yeah, that's Then I got like Yankee yeah. sponsored. Like, I'm, that was like hooking me up so fast. Because you're like, skating and everything too. And it just made It wasn't even that. Mm-hmm. It was just the writing was just starting to pop off really well around this time. It was like the Blue Torch TV started coming around. That was my next thing after the Krusties. So I got the Blue Torch TV right when I was trying to get on Honda. 
And then that, like, I was starting to take off then. It was like 10, 11. Wow. So then I started racing, and that's when it got real serious because I started getting real serious. I was winning every like everything at the lap locally. Like, I was, like, wasn't unstoppable, but I kind of was at some times, you know? Yeah. And then, like, I was definitely so the guy they were going for. So what does it mean to be for? sponsored by Honda? I mean, free I, bikes, this time like... I got free bikes. I had contingency. Um, I would have to return the bikes every year, every six months or every year, depending on how I rode them. My dad had it all under, he knew what the hell was going yeah. on. But dude, I was making money at 12 years old, 13 years old, a lot more, almost more money than I make now. That is crazy. Paying for the events, getting you to you know how much here's the reason. Here's the reason why is because I was winning. And then yeah. when I was, when I got on the Honda. But you were session, amateur. I was amateur, but I was contingency. So it was a contingency program that you ran a visa card and paid for everything. We were like, they don't even have it like that no more. It's like, that was like, I got the like robbery of it. You know what I mean? So it was like $150 for a win and I would win three wins a weekend. And sometimes it was, it was double because I was riding for Honda. And then those doubles would be quadruple, like huge. So it'd be like three, 400 a win and I'd win three races a so they just give you a on credit one card. night. On one night, I would run three classes, and then be like. Sometimes my dad would get me on some crazy modes. Where I would do Friday night, Saturday night. He's like, we were to Glen Helen for Sunday morning, dude. And it would be like, the, I would have the gnarliest weekend, but I'd like walk out of there probably like two grand, and my butt in the car. As so, far as I can is, remember in the math and by the way, for, like, because I didn't do the math then. No, I was like, oh, cool, I won no, the yeah. trophy. Yeah. Your dad was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jerry was. So the, the, the money. Came how many races spawn. can we get him yeah. to do tonight? <laughs> yeah. So the money came from the sponsors yeah. that went on the cr the card. They we're just getting, would pre at that time. That's what it was. Yeah, and then I got Justin. We're getting you in the eighteen and over. <laughs> but Dad, I'm only ten. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's a whip. Put you my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He would have to be here to like really do like. Really tune in exactly when I can pick up, but yeah. like, yeah, he'll tell you the thing. He's probably he'd probably laugh if he heard so, half of this. So stuff. Honda was giving you free bikes. <sighs> One and, point and, and, and gear too. Like. Gear I ride for Choi Lee Design. Okay. I had different gear. So yeah. with this Honda company, I, so I so I had to ride for a. Um, so I started riding with Josh Grant, which was he was going through some stuff at the time, personal stuff that my dad brought in, made him like try to help out and then he Josh like showed me how the ways because he was a couple years older he's been in the game forever he was the top kid the kid was dipped for a while and came back and was still winning everybody and like he was like bro he literally showed me how to really ride the bike and free ride like I'd go ride with him he would go send jumps that I was like damn I gotta jump these things right now I can do it he, you know what I mean? But he showed you the ropes. He showed me like the he um, the real ropes. Like my dad didn't have anything to show me, like really, because he didn't come from that. He yeah. surfed. Yeah. He didn't know what to do or what to do and talk about. Like yeah. all he could talk about How was just be like. Like Josh was when I was eleven, he was like fourteen or thirteen. So he yeah. was like couple, those years are huge at those times, yeah. you know. Yeah. So experience and you just talent, yeah, that power, part, strength, power, experience. Yeah, fully. You're not a yeah. little baby and stuff like you know. He's, he was a grown up. So be a grown so man. you were racing races mostly and mm. doing freestyle a little bit. Or you doing mm -mm. both? My dad just cut me off right as soon as I started getting serious. And no way. I'd be like nose really. I remember like doing like nose really's on the stands and bending them. Like people are doing that now, but everyone gets to see it because it's social media. But I remember like kids were not doing this kind of weird stuff, and I would like do bend the stand. My dad would, 
he got the helmet on. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Why is that? Yeah, just because he doesn't dangerous? want. He just no. He just doesn't look professional. Didn't look clean cut. I'm like looking yeah. like I'm fucking tooling around. Yeah, yeah you're, at that you're time, you're not taking it serious. You're gonna jack the bike up for your races. Yeah. you're gonna screw something up. See, nowadays you look cool doing that. Yeah. So it's because it's burnt. All that clean cut, crazy stuff. Now the free riding is really taking advantage of it. So once I, uh, so you know, I, we'll come back to where I'm at. But I've stopped riding for a long time and then came back and then realized the racing. It was going to cost so much money and that's going to take so much out of everyone around me, my family, my friend, like anybody that wants to help, I'm going to have to be a little brat to make this happen. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Like, yeah. Ain't me to go do this to everyone. I'm like, all these little young, younger kids that are coming up, they're like top 17, 18 years old. It's like, I don't want those little kids to land on me after I've made it this far in life. And I don't want to land on those little kids to make it as far as I have in life. So it's kind of like, all right, I'm going to free ride and do it the way I want to do it and make yeah. it like art and bring all this other stuff that I've been doing, skating, snowboarding, surfing, and that culture into this moto stuff. And dude, I was, it's been hard with like the people involved, to be honest, because yeah. it's so rich and so bratty almost, you know? Some people get it, but like, dude, it's egotistical. You gotta be, feel, you gotta be a shark. Like there's yeah. no way you're gonna go out there and win and be like, yeah, bro, we're hurt, dude. Like, you gotta be like mean, ready to kill. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. that's the only way I was gonna win. I, if I was like, yeah, cool, I was too nice out there. Like, was there now I'm like, if you before, you're like sharking, coming in on front wheel, like, don't care, take them out, boom, out there. I can't do that now. I yeah. feel crazy, bro, when I'm doing that. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know who I'm taking out on the track. I'm like 30, you know what I mean? Like, this is too, I can't be out here doing this shit. Right. Like, How I, long did you, did you race for? Like how? Until when I was uh, for ten years. For ten, wow. Ten solid years, probably. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. And then like, and had, what, what was like your biggest it, accomplishments win-wise, like nationals, mm. like? So when I did the haunted thing, shit got way too crazy. Me and my dad were just banging heads. It just wasn't gonna work. I quit for eight months. Like I was done. I was over it. I was just missing not, it. Not having the fun like you Dude, were. I was it's just all didn't, serious. Like, I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. I was just. Just over it, like completely will you, over it. Were you, did you ever turn pro for it or was this, it just? This is, this is still when I'm young. This is when yeah. I was 13 after like a couple years of gnarly nationals and doing all the win, winning a lot and all that in the Honda, making money off the consistency, getting hecticer and then going to the nationals with the full factory ride because I had to have a shop sponsor called Honda of Houston in order to have the, the factory ride or whatever at the time. So I didn't get the true, true factory ride because they were still weird with the 80s and they were still figuring things out at that time, like 02, 03. It wasn't the most dialed in like they have now. Like yeah. they got these 80 kids now, like they're full-blown professionals. Like it's, yeah. I wish I had it like that. But I mean, they were still breaking the walls down to figure things out, you know? <laughs> so crazy. So crazy, weird era. Yeah. So you raced for 10 years. 10 years. Did you turn pro? I was, I was, at the time, it was 125 intermediate, it was two stroke, and their 125A class, which is the pro class amateur, um, dude, they weren't even, it wasn't even considered at the time. Now you have to go through that pro rink and go to get pro, but I was gonna be pro next year. So I was like 15, 16, like I wasn't mentally ready. I wasn't, yeah. like I was fast, I had the skill, I was in the arena cross, I wasn't tall enough, I wasn't strong enough, I wasn't mentally strong enough. Like I did not handle like, so my dad was gonna hold me off a year or two maybe. I was gonna wait till I was 18 and get in there like mature, yeah. watch, get worked up by all these kids doing it and like, Bob, you know. So I like 
kind of just like stop. I don't know. I just had to stop for like the writing and stuff. But uh, I kind of forgot I was going with that. So you knew, okay, so I'm going to take a little bit of downtime, you know, and, and, you know, there's no rush to turn pro, but you still had to compete. Like, what was that, that was after, okay, so I, the Honda thing, I stopped for eight months because me and him were over it. And then I was like, dude, I don't want to start, start riding again. Me and him started being cool with each other because we were like, we didn't talk for a little bit. We we're like too much. It was too mentally, physically hectic. Like, yeah. Dude's gnarly. My dad was one. He didn't know what to do with me. He'd never done this shit before. He's he's putting his heart and soul into this shit. That's what I was saying. He's he had this one point he was liking it, wanting it more than me. I was fucking twelve years old, thirteen years old. Yeah. I didn't really have the childhood like that a twelve and thirteen year old did. Like yeah. I was eat shit, sleep more. I was I was I was ripped. Like I it's probably why I didn't grow until I was like nineteen, dude. Like I was so like <clears throat> like from riding and working out all the time. That's and, like, crazy. All I did was eat good for it. Like. I mean, I drink sodas and drink candy and stuff, and I wasn't that strict with it. He wasn't that strict, but yeah. like, he was actually really cool. But since he was so dedicated, it was like, well, and he I was just like wanted the best dumbass kid, like yeah. you know, well, like that's from our perspective or, or my perspective. Your dad is, you know, he's not a college educated dude. Right? No, he's street smart. He fucking yeah. hustled. Yeah, like hustled stuff, and that's what he probably looked. And at, and at. to him, like. Yeah, finding something exactly like this that his son is like super fucking good at that and not I'm not saying your dad wanted to make money off you but mm. it was an opportunity for you that's to live you. a better life than he did oh yeah right like that's totally. kind of the angle totally and and yeah you know he wanted to make sure that shit he's got a talent yeah you know let's let's make sure he fully maximizes this talent this yeah. opportunity and, and you know that the the, pl- the 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 field is never like even you know the playing field like oh, yeah. you know there's people out there with really deep pockets family money yeah. that are like you know what we don't we don't need really right sponsors person. we're going to show up with the best equipment anywhere's and everywhere you know and then you know some people have to work and Extra hustle hard. harder and have to hustle harder to kind of compete at that you know that mm-hmm. level you know until you do get a major sponsor and then it kind of evens out but those early years man it's it's a grind. Yeah. Yeah, it was a grind. And then also, uh, at those times, he, it wasn't very easy for him to. He, was, had his, he had his, like, girl. And then, like, he's having a new kid, which is my little brother, Luke. And, like, it was probably, like, a, it was such a tangle, you know, when you go through so much with someone yeah. and another person that, you know, and then it goes to that. I mean, it's only a head trip. I can only imagine looking back and thinking, damn, what was my dad Head and having another kid, going. and you're like a yeah, yeah and I'm like trying to get it. Like I need you right now, Dad. Like yeah. dude, this is like these these couple years. Just give it to me. You know what I mean? But anyways, when I quit, I came back eight months later and only rode like three times. But I hopped on a Suzuki because Honda's like, nah, dude, we gave you all this and that, and you guys barred out on us. Like, no, when you're cut, dude, yeah. you're not coming on Honda or any of that. Like no more. And then we were trying to get a Suzuki ride, but I. When I rode for Honda and I went to the Nationals, dude, I didn't make the money at Nationals, dude. I did bad there because I was so under pressure at the time being that young because I'd be under the tent. I'd, I knew I could beat this kid. I knew I could beat that kid. But the head, I don't even know how to fill him. I didn't know how to handle it in my head because it was so, like, much yeah. at the time, you know. So I freaking didn't do well. And, I, and then he and him were getting hectic. And then I stopped and just got on the Suzuki with no pressure pulling up. Dude, just a, a van, and me and my dad sleeping in it, like, 
no contingency. Yeah, well, we had Suzuki contingency, but they only paid like a hundred bucks to win because I didn't have no deal and it was just like a normal contingency, like everybody else kind of got. And it was like kind of like only you only can make a certain amount. It was not real much. It wasn't. It paid for a couple of parts. Yeah, or something maybe. Um, so I came back and did. I did fucking top threes, fours, and I was like all year long, three and four behind Alessi and Villapoto. Villapoto's retired now, like, <laughs> with millions of dollars. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, like, kind of a head trip when you look at that. Like, dude, I was just right there. Like, and that kid, that, right there. <laughs> Your yeah. head just, pull out, you know, popping. But at that time, I was doing really well. And then I got on the big bikes. And, like, as I was saying, the 125 Intermediate was the pro class at that time. Like, oh, there, there was two strokes still. And, like, no one was really – it was, like – those kids that were in the intermediate, the next following year, like they're winning it for like a year or two, they were in the pro class racing Supercross, and like it was way different then because you can just go sign up for Supercross. You didn't even, I didn't even have to. You could go be pro anybody because there was a, there was like day races to get into the night race at yeah. all, and then you could do the thing to get to the main event. Like there yeah, was trials, that, yeah. that was the way to do it. Nowadays, it's like you got to have points, you got to get here. They do it pretty professionally, way more different now. Like yeah. regulated, way more. Did you feel a difference, or like, or any notice any difference in the Honda versus like, you know? Like yeah, Suzuki's I liked. Or, like, I, you know I, what I mean? Like different bikes have different mm, feels. I think so. I I like. I think I like at the time with the way the Suzuki was built. I liked it way more. And my dad used to get them dialed. And then I started doing good. But the the factory Suzuki dude was not putting me on at all. Like, cause he just heard about how we are or whatever the heck. I don't know exactly what happened, but he wouldn't give us a deal. Fine yeah, but we had a Orange County Suzuki was hooking us up. Like, gave me a bike a year, and I'd, like, give it back to him in six months or something. Flip, Yeah, swap Something out. like that to where I could, like, kind of, like, beat up a bike and then have a race bike. That was, it was really important to have a race bike and a practice bike or a stock mod. Especially at Super, uh, on the 80s, I had a stock mod. On a Honda, I had stock mod, Super Mini, and a practice bike. Sometimes I was one point I had a practice mod bike, so I had like five bikes. Like <laughs> it's like, and my dad doesn't even know what to do about working. I mean, this guy's taking off every bolt, putting on a towel, like like taking them for Lego set. That's fucking awesome, right? He really did it, bro. Like I don't know anybody that's that. He's still like that. They ain't changing that guy at all, bro. They're, you know, that guy has yeah. not changed that. Well, tell your parents that that's what you'll do, man. When your kid's psyched and you just want to make them succeed or give them an opportunity. You'll yeah. You know, yeah. you do it all the time. Yeah. I yeah. see it all the time. I, yeah. I love that with you. It's sick. I. Yeah, man. You just. You, I mean, you got to be on. I already lived my dream life, you know? Like, right? I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. I don't need to prove anything. I'm no. done. I just wanted my kids to have fun and. That's, They're gonna. That's where I'm at. They have. But I still need to do a turn or get barrel. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my way, kid. Get out of my way. Yeah, but I don't. I, you know, I'm, so, I'm kind of jaded. I don't. I, I need. The show's not about Jay Lard. It always is. <laughs> so, so go back. My whole life. So you started almost at the bottom again with a new sponsor. No sponsor. No sponsor. Uh, Hurley sponsored me. I, I forgot. That was one of my biggest sponsors. Was Hurley. Hurley? Yeah, but dude, Bob, um, Paul Gomez was just all Sick. about it. It was only me and Ivan Tedesco, I remember, at one point. It was actually just me at one point. And it, it was before Nike bought him. And it was like, dude, it was like, I was like, it was gnarliest Christmas present ever. They're like, go get whatever you want. I'm like, whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I walk out there and I'm or suitcase. Or... wheeling the thing down. And I'm like, <laughs> how old are you? Like, 
14. 11, 12, <laughs> 13, 14. I rode for them for like five, four or five years. That's cool. That's incredible. Until I quit riding. And then I like, when I quit those little months, I forgot, I got really into surfing. That's when I was like really into surfing. I literally didn't leave the beach. I would surf five times a day. Like, when you say quit, though, you were taking just, just like I, I thought breaks. I quit. I was yeah. like, I'm over. You're not at the track every day or no, every week. I, like said, a break. Yeah. I said, sell my bikes. I'm done. I don't want nothing to do. I don't want to look at it. I'm yeah. sick of it. This is stupid. I'm like, I'm. What, what I got too much. Di- I had too much you, distractions. And like, did you have any bad wipeouts up until then? No. Nothing. Not, no major. Because I mean, that's. That's what would make me want to quit. Yeah. Usually it's like, oh man. Were you just man. frustrated with racing and um, frustrated with? A lot of those kids were only just racing, and for some reason, a lot of them were homeschooled. A lot of them didn't really have a taste of, like, I knew what the childhood was. So I was like, oh, there's the childhood, but I was like, oh, there's the racing. Like, it was kind of like yeah, that. So, a- so, so, like, they were didn't. Were you homeschooled? No. My dad didn't homeschool me at all. Like, until I was in, like, 11th grade, I, had, I, went, I did that, like, continuation school to to race and not because I was in yeah. trouble. Yeah. So I used to hang out with a bunch of kids in there that are all fuck ups and shit. It's so funny. But like, it's cool. Like I'm still friends with a lot of those kids actually to, to be honest. Um, so you took time off your back, you're surfing. You're like, dude, I just, I just want to be at the beach and hang out. You know? Yeah. I surfed every day. Got really into that. I was sort of like fully surfing like snaps and like trying to learn errors at the time. So it was like really into it. Like, but I wasn't good. Like it was just, Something I needed to do all those times of racing, yeah. all those times of inbreding myself. Like so, it took a while. What then boards did you write? I was writing a Deffenbaugh at okay. the time. Deffenbaugh may have shaped me a couple boards. Nice. And then, the yeah, and then Hawk. He had. I mean, Hawk shaped me a board or two. But that's who shaped all my dad's boards was Hawk yeah. before he passed away. Um. Yeah. Just, I never really. And who, who was your like HP crew? Who were the guys you were you were hanging with? I do. I first started surfing was Ian Eckberg and like, like a couple Eckberg. of the old, yeah, the older kids and like they, cause they, he used to ride for Rusty and I remotoed for Rusty for a small amount of time. And like, it was like a weird connection like that and Split, I remember too. Like, you wrote for Split too? I was gonna, like I didn't oh, get God. to ride for Split, but like, I just always remember Ian like was a kind of a big part of me getting into surfing with me and he was with this homie Marty Weinstein and like. Newsome and uh, Chase, Chase. yeah, yeah Newsome, and then like everybody kind of older than that, like Jay and Danny, and like you know what I mean. Like a lot of those people were really involved in my mind, just yeah. like seeing what I like to surf. The North Side and the, crew. Yeah, yeah, the family of it. Like, damn, this is this culture. Like, you know, I didn't really pick up on that until later. Like, that's cool. Yeah, you know, when you're like a little kid, you don't know until you like you actually step out and look at it. Yeah. Like, whoa, like, well, this is actually like something else that I didn't even expect. And were you going up to your mom's and starting to snowboard a lot too? Like, yeah, my dad would take me. It was like the same with Pat Allen. We would yeah. at first, and then I, at one point, my dad just didn't really snowboard at all. That's when like kind of like that's when I kind of dipped the 12, 13 area. He didn't really go up there and then. I snowboard a lot. There was a time where I was like, loved going snowboarding with my little brothers, and like they were killing it. So it was so cool. I was like, hell yeah, you guys, I got something you need to do. You know, I'd call me every day. Hello, 540. Like, you know, it was, oh, so I was like, I'm coming up there to learn 540 with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that without me. <laughs> so that's kind of what I was like, and my brothers and um, pushed me to like learn how to be good at snowboarding because. They're my little brothers. I was like, I gotta be somewhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let these little guys. Yeah, at me. the time for sure. That's 
freaking awesome. Yeah, so. I, he, I snowboard a lot. This guy just went one time in the last, what, 10 years? 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> I just yeah. went like two weeks ago at Big Bear. Yeah. Or Snow Summit? Well, I don't know. I wasn't there. But Snow Summit. Yeah. So fun, huh? Yeah, it was, it was actually really fun. And then my daughters were into it, so we'll probably do it again. Yeah. Sick. It's a cool family thing. Yeah. 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 That's really, I mean, you know, that's one thing that the, the snowboarding, like, didn't have much money in either. I, like, I made some of my way in snowboarding pretty well, and it was hard to get money because of that situation. It was just like, you know, kids that have a snowboard for freaking five, six years and never get a new one, you know, because yeah. they only snowboard twice a year. So it's well, like, that's the that's great thing about surfing is, like, yeah. it's a lot cheaper than everything else. It really is. And you got a surfboard and a wetsuit, you're pretty much good for yeah, a long time. for a long time. As long as you really want yeah. to, you know? I mean, the snowboarding thing, it's, it's rad, but you got snowboard, Tickets. boots, bindings. Yeah. Gloves, helmet, goggles. Yeah. That's like a three surfboards alone. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, everything's expensive depending on how invested you are. Motorcycles, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. So that's expensive. fucking expensive. I'll even ride a fingernail as much as I want to ride because of how much money that's just. Did, did, really did, do bikes, I mean, we're, I'm not a bike guy, so I'm like, do they need tons of maintenance all the time? Or, dude, the, like, stuff breaks all the time. Like, dude, it's just like a car, but yeah. like way more. Like oil changes, like important, and air filter, making sure everything's tight. You yeah. know, chains good, gas is well. The tank. shit that Just you guys stuff, you know? go yeah. through and put those bikes through—that's what they're built for. But you know, that's what they're built for. But for yeah. the, I mean, these guys, like these guys, take it to the umpteenth level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the big jumps, they're they redlining can... fucking. Yeah. Harder than anybody else, fertile's longer than anybody else. Yeah, the, the jumps are, they, they can handle a lot of the jumping, but like the street stuff, dude, those bikes are not, I, like the weight and the, so, there's so, no forgivingness on this, like, yeah, you know, the dirt so, moves, like, this don't Motorcycles, move, like. moto, okay, like, surfing is pretty safe and like, you can get hurt, yes. And Snowboarding, skateboarding, you can break your shit. Break your shit. But, moto... You could die. You could fucking uh, die. Yeah, you could die doing it. You could, so, like, you could die walking down the street. What? But, yeah. What? When was your first like day where you did something? How old were you? Where was it? What did you do? Where you were like, holy shit. Ate crap, you mean? Yeah. Well, ate crap, but like also even like, holy shit, like that was insane. Like your first I don't know if I do it know, again, like, but I gotta what, do it again. What are the, those moments that just are vivid that you're like, oh, I, yeah. that that first huge kicker that Paris, um, right around eight nine years old, and this is one night that I was telling you where the transferring is going over. The jumps were so gnarly back then. Like you, there's no jump, there's no track like that how it was back in the day. They were fucking doubles. Like they weren't just some flat jumps because people got hurt and they have to keep it at a regulated thing. Like they didn't have regulations in. <laughs> These tracks were like super cross tracks. So like so, I mean, I was little, and once I got on the eighty and I started jumping stuff, that and things were just clicking. So I just that feeling of me launching and clearing and landing everything i was scared of heights dude and i then it, that made me not scared of heights at the time like i'm yeah. still scared of heights. i go stand on a bridge i'm so like yo when, when you see a <laughs> jump right how how high is the jump like i mean those ten times feet? it was like 80 foot doubles on then i might i had like this much clearance between my crotch and the seat like little kid like yeah wait at you know, eight years old you're eight, jumping nine. 80 foot, 90, 100 foot doubles starting to pick up. I remember it was like the 100 footer in the back. You know, you start doing that, hearing and those how, little... That, is that the distance between... The distance from yeah. from point A to point B. 
yeah, from where you feet. take off to where you land, where land. is about 80 to 100 feet. Depending on what jump it was at the time, yeah. And how some... high are you in the sky? So, I mean, some, the of them, some of them are different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fly, flying, man, man. You be 10. You ever watch my Dude, 30. my hands are fucking starting to uh, sweat. Sweat, because I'm thinking about. How fast he's got to go, oh, and then you know you're like, then pull up, and you're weightless, and you're in the sky, and you're like, you know what I'm saying? You're like, oh shit, like the best for them. To me, that's like, I need that. I don't even know how to, <laughs> bro. I'm, once I got back to riding too, after yeah. the the last like huge hiatus, 10, ten years of not riding, that's when I was just like, dude, oh my god, what are you doing, dude? What did yeah. you, what, why did you quit for 10, you quit for 10 I years? stopped completely, I was over it, that's when, like, okay, so my dad, like he, we were saying, had to hustle, had these two kids that were running my program, we'd pick them up in Balboa, the dad was rad, the mom was rad, the family was bit killer, dude, they were making me get to where I wanted to get, I was, but I was an intermediate. I kind of needed my dad a little, like I needed somebody there that'd be like really there for me. Cause this is like right before I was going to turn pro. Cause I mean, dude, I was just right. I mean, I was there. It was, yeah. it, it was I could taste it. I could yeah. feel, I could lay on it. Like it was touch it. You know what I mean? I was, yeah. So it was like, can I, can I stop real quick? Cause, for me. Cause here you are from Huntington beach. You were already in front of guys that are fucking legends of freestyle motocross, right? Like right. you're you're being groomed, at, groomed from from like eight to nine years old, you mm-hmm. know, and you're like the next in line for all this, right? Yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. So sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so that that's all. So like, who was this family? Like, because um, Scott Brown, his name was Scott Brown. Families, and then there's Andrew and Molly, and then the mom. Um, there. W- when we moved, because we moved, at one point when I was 13, I was full of factory ride. Going back to then, I moved to Marietta, and that's when my dad was training kids. I had the box van, all these bikes, had the freaking gym, had the freaking mechanic spot. There was a gym inside my house, a gym outside in my garage. There was double going on. It was crazy. So he's training all those kids that are top now. Like 10, 15 of them had a whiteboard and everything. It was crazy. So, your dad, yeah. your dad became a full-on trainer. Trainer. And then we had a, we had a car we had cars that says next level training. It said Mulf, Jerry and Justin Mulford on it, and it was like I trained beginners and novices. I, all I had to do is do a couple pointers with them, and then I would go and ride my motos. And then I was just he. This is when we didn't have no money because he kind of hit the rock bottom with it. Like yeah, he was just like the moto was so hard to like, get back into play. It's yeah. So expensive. Yeah, and then the four strokes were involved, and like I was on two fifty F when I stopped, and all that kind of stuff. But um. Yeah, dude. So I all I had to do is go get them every week, three times a week, bring them to the thing. But I'm, oh, I'm sorry, hold on. Let me go back to one of the Marietta thing. We met them through the training thing, and he found out that we were training. So we trained them, and then he, we had a bike for Southmore, the kid. So the kid's all, we'll buy your bike. Mm. Buy Justin Mulford's bike, blah, 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 whatever. And they buy my bike. I think that's what it was, something like that. And then they, like ask for more training so my dad just gets closer with them and he goes look I look like I got a daughter and he wants to get her riding too blah 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 so it's like his brother and sister and he the dad really like loved the fact that he can get him out there and going and doing racing and all that so we had him going for like a whole year and I was like I was saying just about to hit the point and then their mom had cancer and pulled the plug so they had to pull a plug, which is totally sorry, totally a shitty. I mean, totally yeah, a shitty, just... totally shitty thing. And like, and she ended up passing away. 
and all that stuff. So like, you know, months go by and it was like sad, you know, but like, you know, also the world's going to keep spinning. And I had to like, I was thinking like, dude, what, what, like, are we writing? Like, you know, like, you know, got to that point. And this is after like two months, three months of not writing. And then my dad's just like, dude, honestly, like, I don't can't know how, it. I can't yeah. do it, dude. They, like, I, I don't want to, he's like, I don't want kind of totally like, to, like paying my dad for like fucking good money a week to do this happen. Like he wasn't making that much money. So, so your dad was training legally. a bunch of kids before in Marietta. And then this family came in and said, we want you to train us. Yeah. And, and then kinda like, no, we moved from Marietta after I quit. Was that was that telling you where I stopped for stopped because the um, factory ride got too hectic, yeah. and blah blah blah. We lived in like Candy Lake for a couple months, and then and that's when the plug got pulled. And then like it was hectic between me and my dad, and like my mom too, and then the kid, my dad's new wife or whatever, you know, all that shit was going on. So when I got back into riding, that's like they hit my dad up and was like, "Look, I'll have them train you guys. Can, you train my kids, and we'll pay you to get you to your kid to the track so he gets where he needs to be in life, you know." And then that's kind of where it all went downhill. And then I was like, kind of hanging out, running around with like dumb kids already because of like you know, just there's a bunch of there's, 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 you know, it's Huntington Beach. There ain't really much. <laughs> Hey, don't be dogging me. You know, it's not even no. beach. I mean, yeah, it's just the beach, period. You don't got have, like, you know, some people don't have the direction and don't have, you know, the money to be. And you're, you're a teenager, you know? Yeah. And Where, you're, you know. Learning. I'm in high school now. I'm hanging out with the cool guys, dude. Whatever. So I'm like, <clears throat> they, um, when they pulled the plug, I had spent like three months, like, wondering, or like maybe like a month. Or two, and I'm like, dude, when am I gonna ride? Bro? I'm about to get my license here pretty soon. I'm almost at that time. I'm already lagging on my license. I remember. I'm like, dude, I, I want to rip. Like, and then I came home from school that day. I remember thinking about it, and my dad's selling my bike, and I was like, so mad, dude. The kid was like trying to talk to me, and I'm like, dude, get the hell out of my room. <laughs> I was, the kid that was gonna buy your bike. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, my room, dude. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. You're taking my bike. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like super pissed at the kid, like bitter. Started getting mad, and then like my dad like got pissed about it. I remember, and I was mad at him, and I'm just like trying to get bitter, and it was just like I didn't have no direction of doing anything. I was go surfing every day, and I'm like, I'm not doing surf contests. Like, yeah, I ain't got money to do surf contests. So, like. So I started doing stuff to make money. I did anything I could. I was doing surf lessons. I was working Sugar Shack and, you know what I mean, selling everything I could. Like, just like I was learning how to make my own money as a kid at that age. Like, at 11, luckily, you said? I, know, I was like 14, I think I was working Shack. Wow. Yeah, I do uh, wake up early, you know, 4 a.m. You, you had your, uh, your, your, your permit, your... Fifteen and a half. At That's kind of crazy. Sugar Shack. You, yeah. We almost, <laughs> almost kind of call it like a mid midlife crisis you're having. You Pretty much, I mean? kind of. I mean, I just haven't like, really left it. What the fuck am I gonna do now? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I won't have a bike. I won't have a. I never had a job. Yeah, well, right. The time. Yeah, I was only. Dude, 14. I was in fucking crusty demons of dirt. Like, what the fuck now? I know. I just, I just like like. I just learned that like that was like gonna be my shit at the time. I was like, I just had to like suck it up, and I just surfed every day, and I did surf lessons for Zach's over there on the north side, and yeah. went to Sugar Shack in the morning, did all the chairs and put them back, whatever. Timmy and Ryan and Michelle obviously let all that happen. I was like probably a little too young, but the cops were cool. They were always like, they never said nothing. <laughs> like I always served them all the coffees. That actually got me out of a bunch of pl that, that actually that job got me out of a lot of helmet tickets and. 
curfew tickets. You know everybody. So, oh, come yeah. home, dude. I'm, yeah. I go see a sugar sack in the morning. <laughs> Run away. Like, I remember that pretty well. But, uh, yeah, then I kind of, like, stopped losing direction. I started losing direction for even, like, being like that. I started hanging out with, like, you know, gangster kids. And I was just, like, kind of was going in the wrong direction. Started, like, graffiti and just doing stupid stuff that I did not need to be doing. And I, ca- I checked myself one day. I, like, just, like, looked at myself in that mirror. And I was just, like... The same me, dude. I like. What am I doing? Like, I'm like surfing is. I love surfing, but like. But those type this of. This isn't gonna need... do it for me. And I had it. I had it for, like before I even said anything about that. Snowboarding was kind of under my belt. Like, kind of I was going. So I was like, because I could snowboard well. I could do all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna go snowboard with my little brother. It's like, just clicked on me. And I'm like, I'm out of here. Fucking packed my shit up and bounced on my pops. And like me and him, he was pissed. We didn't talk for like years. I mean, we did, but like I, I didn't, I didn't come down here. I did a couple. I would come down and like sneak away from mom and stuff. Like I was, it was weird. It got kind of weird, you know yeah. what I mean? And he would find me. What you doing, dude? Like, and I'm just like so nervous. Like just weird, hard times. So yeah. <clears throat> so you're up in big fifteen, forty, yeah. Yeah. And you those went, are really dirty. Uh, moved up to the mountains for a while, or? Mm-hmm. I had stayed there for like 10 years, but it took me like two years to really come down and be cool with Pops and like surf with him again. Like I would go and sneak in and get a couple sessions in with my boys. Like I'd leave my surf stuff up at my friend's house and yeah. stuff like that. But me and him like so barely stopped, talked. You like, stopped uh, riding moto? moto? Completely. Yeah. For 10 years? He sold all of his shit and it was done. Bounced. Bounced a big barrel. Started snowboarding. And then I did three years of that. And then like some company picked me up like tech nine and like brought Sick. me and my brothers in and made a pro model for all of me and my brothers because we were all what? yeah dude i had four so it was me and my two brothers and then my buddy daniel and there was supposed to be another kid that he didn't really get involved because his he took the monster contract there was like this monster contract written for this little midget mafia group that we had it was called midget mafia we were like <laughs> these little punk ass kids running around the mountain and then they loved the group effect so they were like trying to give us this deal but it made no sense like yeah it was like this is such a sellout move like we just were like no we're not selling out and the one kid did or whatever so the tech nine took over on us and they made us a pro model board and so then, you got really good at snowboarding yeah like good enough to where i got caught eyes i was like 17 on it wow. pretty hardcore like really ambitious for tech what nine i lost who else that was pretty much it. Electric, Tech Nine, and then there was JSLV, Just Live. That's like was like the big companies that came in. There was a couple of glove companies. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a couple of glove companies that came through. A couple of little bullshit companies, you know. Um, were you trying doing to make like, it happen and whatever. Uh, contests and shit, or dude, yeah, we were. But then we started. It started becoming the filming thing where it was just filming. We would go film and like there wasn't Instagram yet. We'd put the parts out later in the year. We wouldn't have parts yet at that age, but clips you know what i mean yeah. there's cameos in the pros parts like it was crazy these little kids all thugged out looking like you know but, we're all baggy like, yeah 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 just, like, but like listen lot, to hip-hop thinking we're cool you know but you know <laughs> surfing you got pros all up and down the coast finding their own little secret spot and waves snowboarding it's like it's big bear yeah or it's like mammoth or you know like it's you show up to the mountain and you're going to see all the pros you're going to see all the filmers and you know that it's probably a lot easier to kind of mm. connect maybe with with that kind of crew being mm. a small network you know so you yeah. were getting a little bit more you, you were you were getting good enough to get notoriety get sponsored making some movies or you 
you're doing contests a little bit. Yeah, I tried a couple, and then I had a couple older, old school homies that like showed me the ropes. But there, there was actually a kid that was like my age, but he just was older in person. Like if we looked at each other in the mirror, I looked 12, he looked 16. <laughs> I was over 16, you know, because I like, didn't hit puberty, so I was such a little kid, dude. I like I don't know. I didn't even start shaving until I was 27, bro. Like same here. Yeah. <laughs> You're way barely even shaved, but um, Say, sh- shaving at 27, bro. I know that. Yeah, so like he was, Ed, he showed me his name is Lucas Magoon. If you guys ever heard of him, and then there was Chris Bradshaw. Like he was like, people were pissed at us. They think we were copying. Like I'm mad at me thinking I was like copying these people. I'm like I'm copying. I'm like this kid just showed me the ropes. I'm like I don't even know it. So I had to figure out my own style from that. Like they branched me into the situation and stuff, but then like. A lot of those companies did some screwy stuff. Like, Tech Nine did screw us over. Like, promised us a dumb amount of money off the royalties that we made a good amount of money off in Japan, like, or whatever it was at. And they went for it, and you never saw. They never did see a dollar out of it. So we're like, yeah, dude, what peace? You know what I mean? Then like, we got guilt trip for it. Like, we're just kids. It's like, nah, dude, you made a. (laughs) Yeah. We we are stupid enough to just not sign a contract or something. We did something wrong here. That we that we put our trust into you, and that was like a beginning of burn. You know, I was like, wow, this is gonna be like this in this game. I'm like, so I didn't give up on it. Obviously, I was like, right, let's no, do this. Just, like, yeah. And then smoking picked us up. Smoking. I don't know if you ever heard of smoking Jay. He's a kind of old school dude, snowboarder. He started making a company. He did the same thing for us, and he actually paid us a little bit of royalties. He didn't make anything. You know what I mean? So like, there's a couple people in there that's really cool. And, that's awesome. Yeah, like he did, he did what he could, and then all that hype kind of went away because the group kind of faded, and and me and my brothers just did our own thing, and then my little brother Lenny, the little younger one, he's just a shredder. Like I mean, he could do every single trick there is, and he's just a nutcase. He's a redhead. <laughs> he just didn't take a beat down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And get up like it, nothing happened. Like what? Like ox, dude. The kid's a tree trunk. <laughs> and then, then like my other kid, little bro- my other brother Anthony, he just got more style than I can. You you, you couldn't even you can't even pay for that. There's no you know what I mean? Like yeah. you couldn't even just touch super it. Unique. Yeah, I, like I'm inspired by it. We have a similar style, but his is like way better. Like yeah. the kid's just flawless. Like so it's the way he even moves down, the way it looks going down the Ryan is supposed to be there for him, you know? Yeah. And that's kinda is for me with dirt biking. Like dirt biking is like that for me. I feel that comfortable. I'm like, I almost feel more com- I feel more comfortable on my dirt bike than walking, especially with this leg. <laughs> to be honest. So I'm did, like, did. did you finish uh high school yeah. up there? I did. I did homeschool up there because I was okay. like, I was kind of a fighter. I, I, was, I was barking on kids. Kids would say something I learned from my pops. Just didn't really, I didn't necessarily say much. It was like, cool, boom. Like, like, you know, so I was like, you know, I don't really want to be like that kid anymore. Like, I, I even though it was in me, like, I still had a lot. But I was like, I know I'm going to go to that school and get bites. Like, it's just going to go down. Like, I already had kids already trying to fight me, and I haven't even been to the school yet. I'm like... <laughs> Clicky, click. She's like, this little surfer kid from Huntington Beach sitting in the mountains, and, like, girls were like, ah! Like, you know what I mean? Like, you came out of This kid's a freaking football player. They're, like, trying to sucker punch me and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, heavy. So how long did you live up there for? I, I still have a house. I was still physically, basically, I still live up there. But I mean, I'm always back and forth. And then, like, a time, like, when I started the free riding thing, I was always traveling in my van. I was, I never was in one place more than three days so, for like two and a half years. So, did you try to be a pro snowboarder? I was pretty much there. It was just, um, 
I we we, we re, our genre for that was skateboarding. So are we put so much of the skate style into that. So like at that time in that little generation, that was a whole buildup of that too. So I didn't go do like double corks and double backflips. I didn't go reach that. I was trying to look like I was on a skateboard, like we were in the streets, just like I do with the dirt biking. That's kind of why I brought it in. Yeah. Same kind of feel, like skating around the streets, snowboarding the streets, all the same deal. You know what I'm saying? That feeling of knowing and being out there brought it into the moto. And then there's all these moto dudes that do the bike life wheelie stuff. That's cool. It's crazy. I don't even understand how they fucking wheelie like half the time. Those guys really like no hands dragging with their arms closed and like all these weird things I never even think you could do on her bike you know so I don't I don't ride wheelies like I can nose really I can wheelie far I can drag the fender for a second but these guys are doing some other stuff so I'm like thinking like this could be upgraded with wall rides manuals down the ledges and sneaking into spots but I know how to get to these spots because of snowboarding and skateboarding yeah, yeah. so a moto kid kind of goes do this like okay when do I do it like and then they're freaking out yeah because it's so nerve-wracking like I'm riding a dirt bike in the streets like yeah so yeah, I before, got that before we get to, to to what you do now yes yeah. we want to get to that yeah yeah so you took 10 years off from moto mm-hmm. what did you do in those 10 years snowboarding every day just try to make it pro snowboarding and then I did I skated all the time in the summer and surfed all the time in the summer and then went up to Mount Hood for summer snowboarding like trying to run the whole thing that everyone does and film parts you know that was hard too sponsors like kissing ass knowing the right person hanging out <laughs> at the right place at the right time like I didn't have, have any of that I came straight from a surf scene that was mode I I actually was so mixed up I was only thing I probably knew more than anything at the time was surfing at for years you know like I know what surfing is all about but skateboarding too skateboarding was a very independent thing where I can go pick up myself and go do and not worry about my dad taking me or whatever I could just go skate out front so I was like learning those like things as a kid that moto kids didn't do kind of brought into that you know yeah so, so what but, got you back on a bike like when you know like to be honest um Kid Nigel, you know, Nige, you know, Nigel Houston is. Yeah. Yeah, he. Nigel Houston, the skateboarder. Yeah. 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 So he, we started kicking it through my one buddy Shane, and he knew my buddy Chase that I knew from Marietta when he was like a little kid, and it was a weird connection. And then my buddy Shane Rod, like, um. And so Nigel Houston is like he knew one who of I was. Biggest fucking skateboarders. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. You got Costin. You got. Reynolds, you got Reynolds, you got Hawk, you got Soy, Nigel, Yeah, Hosoi, and then he's like, not, he's like, Nigel's definitely like in a Hosoi of the these yeah. days, today, this day. But um, but you started hanging out with him. Yeah, we started kicking it, but he knew, he knew me from riding or something like that. I knew about my riding it was just would beg me all the time. We started kicking it. Like, hey, take me dirt biking, bro. He would tell me. No, he would beg me. Like, come on, bro, let's do it. And his other my other buddy Gary Johnson, he's like the real like. He's a real hype man to to Niger to make him think I'm this kid or whatever, right? So he's like, dude, come on, dude, come on, right, right, right. I'm like, nope, don't do it no more. Don't want nothing to do with it. Don't look at it. I'm going to surf in the morning. Sorry. But like I'd party at his house. I'd stay at his house. I'd go surf in the morning. They'd go ride dirt bikes for like the first year. How, how did you guys be? Through my buddy Chase Webb, Shane, Roddy, and it was like a couple other other skate homies that connected, and then we all kind of kicked it, and then we started bonding, and then. He started talking about the moto, and then yeah, because I was the kind of I'm the kind of the thing that to me made you guys click is you were like a child prodigy, and he's a child 
prodigy. Well, yeah, that You're a child prodigy of you know moto, and he's skateboard. I mean, right? Dad thing too, the dad thing, because his dad was just a lot like my dad. Yeah, but he had a bigger opportunity than to make more money and be more like by himself and shit. So it's like he was. It was gnarlier for him slash not as gnarly for him. <laughs> yeah. You know so, like, when I stopped riding dirt bikes, like, I knew that this is no independent sport. This is a very codependent thing. I quit knowing, like, I don't got help. I'm over it. And I remember there was even, like, a guy, like, three years after I quit would beg me, I got you, I'll cover you riding. And I'm like, bro, I can't. I don't want nothing to do with it. I, won't even, I don't want nothing to do with it. I went and watched the Supercross three years after I quit or four years by myself pulled up by myself got my own truck I remember like roll up watch the heat race watch this kid win the heat race that I used to like smoke and I'm like <laughs> main the main event the kid gets the freaking hole shot and I'm like is like checking out and I'm like I like tear up dude I get up and don't even watch the race the race I'm like bro what am I here for I'm like torturing myself that so I just torture. after that day I just didn't even look at riding for like Seven years and, and then Niger came and around. That's three years after you quit. Yeah, you went and said, yeah. "Now I'm gonna check." That's this out. what probably motivated me extra, extra to go snowboarding. I'd be like, real into it. Like I was really into it because I was like, I gotta like really take myself away from it. And then whatever. So Niger got me like a year, maybe a little less, of asking me to come for a while, to go ride, and then finally give in, drunk enough, dude, just like buzzed up enough, like, all right, dude, I'll go. Like, I'll, I'll go with you. We'll see what's up with this. Like, and then he gives me all this gear before he even rides. It lets me wear all this gear, and I get on the track, and like I'm just like going down the pits. I can just feel me like transform. Wait, so this is ten years? I can start, I just feel it like yeah. This is ten years. Ten years out. No, this is actually eight and a half years after because it took me a year and a half to get invited because of credit. And I have credit. And I have good credit. So I had to go get these credit cards and make these credit happen and then do it all myself and then get a truck. Then I had to get that going to make it so I can get the bike to the truck. Like it was like yeah, it's a whole yeah, process, you a lot, bro. Yeah. And I, I like remember I like lost my license from too many speeding tickets from this Jetta I had. It was gonna come <laughs> so I didn't even have a car. I was just like running around like old school style on a BMX bike, like a beach cruiser, I mean, to make shit happen basically. But um so eight and a half years, you finally get back on a bike with Nijah Houston. Right, on his bike in 2012. And he did his terror and he just Oh, tripped. dude, I was tripping. I, was, where, I came, I came you, off the track tearing up laughing. Where, where, where I was were like, you guys? At Milestone. I like got on, I like remember just like, like everything is just like from the last time I rode. Like just already start thinking about what I need to do in the corners. You're and already like, 10 moves ahead. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck is going on, dude? So I like get on the track and it just goes into tunnel vision. I'm like, we have to like. You know the track? Do you have to no, figure it out? No, didn't even you know just go, like, I looked at the track and watched him for a fun second. And I just watched it. Okay, there's lips. Okay, there's a double. Okay, there's a big tip Dude, top. Over you there. can kind of see what's going on. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Boom, wheel tap. Doom. I like, right away, like, got on the track, wheel tap this, like, triple thing. And I was just like, whoa. And then, like, went into the corner and, like, railed the rut. Didn't even, like, didn't even fidget. Didn't do nothing. And I was just like, just boom, adrenaline went up and clicked in so hard. Within a lap, I had all the jumps like dialed. Second lap, fully whipping. Third, I was I rode like eight line laps. Dude came off. My arms were like couldn't even like couldn't even take my hand off the thing. But I didn't even realize it until I got off the track. So I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, oh my god, I can still ride. Like this is insane. I can yeah, still yeah. ride. Because like, how old are you? I was twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, but taking that time off is like... That's a long time. Eight years to take off? 
yeah, 23 or 24. Yeah. So, yeah, I, was, I think it was a year and a half of me hanging out with him before I even... Was he, what, what was his, was he just tripping yeah. about it now? He was tripping. All of them were tripping. <laughs> they're, they're like, like what? what? They're like, dude, you've been riding, dude. Like, you've ridden, bro. Like, yeah. And then, like, I'm like, no, bro. I fucking swear to God. Yeah, I, like, I haven't ridden in so long. And I'm like, dude, I need to get a bike. Like, who instantly called Malcolm McCassie. Like, anybody I knew that from riding, like, I was like, I need gear. I need to get gear. I need everything before I even get everything. I was already lining it up like that. Like I was, I was juiced up like a little kid, like freaking out. Like, yeah. like what am I gonna do? I want to go. No, to like little car. kid at the candy store. Like on the way home, like dude, N- Nigel's like, dude, shut up. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, word and like, yeah, they're like, dude, dude, dude. I used to do it like, like freaking out. And it was hard to, to. Was it hard for you to get? hooked up again like mm, no dude freaking everyone like was a couple of the people were still very in, in in tune and like were was waiting for me to get back on a bike like yeah. they thought i was in a race so like because i came back and i was able to bang bars right off the top like i, I was ready to go but i just didn't have a, i didn't have the right backing i needed it so much and i already knew what it took to get there so it's like such a dedication for not just me yeah it was just for like everyone but probably yeah. just a relief that you don't have that pressure and you're just now into it for the fun you right know? like so did a couple surfer crosses dude first gate drop freaking pulled a pull shot on like an idol of mine racing girl like i never got to race the guy but mike brown and like grant linkson and like Ivan Tedesco, all these dudes that I used to watch racing pro, I pull a whole shot and like beat them on, for, and like some of them too, like yeah. bar to bar with them the whole race, like not even a fit, not even a fade. And these guys I looked up to, not even got the chance to race with, like. Wow. So it was like older dudes, but they, I got the taste of that, and like yeah. I was moving so good, like I was like, dude, I'm probably gonna start racing again, and then like I slowly saw that it took so much more than even the dedication, like. It, took, it takes a team. It's just like yeah. no matter how much you want it, you need a whole supporting cast. Yeah, so I kind of backed off of it and I was like snow, still snowboarding. That's got to be time. so frustrating. Oh, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Here you I was are. In a warp. You I have the talent. Warp, like. You have the talent, right? And you have mm-hmm. the passion and you have the. You want to do it, mm-hmm. but then you also realize that you don't have the team and you don't have yeah. the money and you don't have the resources well, like, to make it happen yeah like oh. you were saying earlier like you're gonna put everybody yeah. through yeah. hell and back by you know like I'm gonna go I'm not gonna be the normal person I am to focus this much and I'm gonna need and lean on a lot of different people and that's you know what I would have done it was hard say Nigel you're my sponsor <laughs> see I never asked that kid for a dollar no, of course you did dollar yeah. in my life one time I, I lost my wallet in, my, in Miami you lent me a hundred bucks and I got it to him as fast as I could I was like I'd, I'd be like hey you're the one who wanted me to get back on a, on a motorcycle yeah. so it's your fault Yeah, you gotta pay for this yeah, I mean, he and him just have a good actual homie relationship. Like he, you know, rubs off on people wrong. He loves it, to be honest. But like, he's just, he's funny, dude. To be honest, so me and him have a really close relationship. That's like you know, brotherly. Cause, yeah. You know, you know, bring him in pretty good and kind of show him some real shit. He he's a kid. He didn't even go to school one day in his life. He's never done a day in his life. That's so we crazy. went to this homeschool, taught about his mom. Just he didn't even have a real friend till he was fourteen. I met him and he was. 14 and a half, like, you know, or 50, whatever. Yeah. 15, he had a couple kids that were my friends, that he, his first friends were my friends, younger friends, like Edgar and Nathan and a couple other, these other, you know what I mean, that were bringing them involved and like, not even, not, you know what I mean, they're just younger kids I knew. So it was like a weird connection, but like, 
me and him became really well good friends and like he brought me in with a moto and i like pretty much am so thankful for him for like he i like he asked me to do shit like i like, like for moto and i'm like yeah i got you gee no worries like she got me back on my bike like I cut him off a lot because he kind of asks for too much sometimes. But <laughs> all those rich people do. Like, get you can go afford your own stuff because he wipe your own not ass. being rich. <laughs> but like, it, it, I, I get this for free. Like I bite the bullet a lot. I normally would tell kids, "Dude, you're tripping. Go do it yourself." But like since he kind of, you know, yeah. kind of like fucking, I really appreciate it. So it's like he actually kind of got me. Like my homie Gary got the hype going, but like he had the bike, he had the gear. I was just buzzing off that the you know skateboard kids wants me to go ride dirt bikes and I'm like all right dude let's do it so I made it happen and then I had I got my dad taught me how to get like credit going I got my credit going as best I could and then went and got a bike freaking couple hundred bucks a so month you're talking Simple. about paying for shit on your own yeah like getting your own credit card I got my own credit card yeah as soon as that day I was already I was working like some vinyl thing at the time I was like waking up at like three in the morning going to like um, new malls that are opening stores and like you know whatever like is going to the be window. there doing the barricades yeah. and all that kind of stuff and the windows too but mostly the barricades like they're new. Um, I was making pretty good money at that time and then just like I had snowboarding I'd make a little bit of money snowboarding sometimes like I was nothing really actually but yeah so and then what was your like idea of I'm going to get back into it to race or you know initially and then so there was that one first year that kind of messed even warped, warped me up with the snowboarding because i'm like dude like i got all this shit lined up for me snowboarding i ride for yes snowboards which i still ride for they still hook me up and consider me not a rider but they're an ambassador yeah. now so they still hook me up but like at the time they were hooking me up fat flux had 32 at all these other companies and stuff that were hooking me up lacing me to be an amateur trying to make me a pro yeah real pro um, not do a pro contest and be self-proclaimed like you know for sure that's kind of what snowboarding, yeah, paid, snowboarding kind yeah. of came into that I was still kind of not really regulated towards a self-proclaimed situation yes thank you yeah I mean that's I mean it's it's sponsorship and the whole like game of any sport it's it's tough it you is. know you gotta rip but you gotta it's all about who you know and having an image and you know having yeah there's a lot of variables yeah so, you decided to get back on a bike. You got your credit. You have to finance this whole thing on your own. What was your... Um, what bike did you go get? What? I went and got a KX450. KX and at the time, the 2015 bike, I got it. And then I, when I got it, I only rode it like, I just like once a month because I was snowboarding. You know? I was yeah. really like, I didn't really have a direction yet. And then it went into the summer where I was riding all the time. And then I started kicking it with these kids, like the monster dudes that were my friends at the time before that, you know, 10 years changed a person. So like that all kind of like went out the door because I kind of had my own program in my head and like I was still cracking beers, like still on that surf, you know, moto, like I'm not like moto, like focused kid yet still, but I was able to go rip and like go and bang bars with these kids that were fast still at the end of summer. 
because I kind of knew the racing wasn't going to work, but I still wanted to see how fast I can go and drink a beer and pass the kids, like, kind of a thing. It was a challenge of my own self. Yeah. Like, I'm drinking a beer in the pits, dude. How are you feeling about me passing you? Like, I was kind of weird like that. Yeah. So, uh, good. Rub some salt in those Yeah, I kind of did. I did. I did for a while, and it pissed a couple of them. And people. by the way, I took eight years off, and I could yeah. do this with one eye closed and a tilt one back. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, from that day, from... But who's happier, you know, like those guys that that's, that's what it comes down to, you know, like if you're going to come back into the sport and do, do it, you want to do it your way and have the best, you know, the most fun, Mm -hmm. you know, these guys are probably miserable. Like they're after you waste, you know, waste them on the track, they're probably back at the gym and tripping out, like screwing with their mind. Like, what am I doing wrong? Oh yeah. (laughs) And then like, you know, where I I started doing stupid shit, like I remember one day at this, this ride that they had and I'm like passing this kid that's like was trying to be the pro kid, and I'm like cracking a beer after, and the dad was losing it, obviously, not stoked about it. And then I'm like looking at this like bench and like a fi- like a freaking staircase, and I'm thinking it as a snowboard move. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna firecracker nose press this bench. They're like, what are you talking about? Though, what does that mean? Like, you know, firecrackers, you go downstairs on a skateboard, all yeah. Or you go up and on a snowboard, you can do that on some. And then like nose press is like pressing on the nose of a snowboard to like nose manual yeah. type of shit. So I was thinking the same thing because it's like a pressing on a dirt bike, no front brake. And I do it and they're like, all the whole of them are talking shit to me about it. And like, I like do it. And like literally that day was like, I want to do this for this you This is what you found. I'm all, this is it. I'm going to film a part like this. And it took me like two yeah. years to get proper somebody to no, nobody start doing filming it, it correct. Because I would try to go do it. I did a couple of wall rides on the beach. I like did something to make shit happen, right? It wasn't working. So I was like, finally ran across somebody that was like willing to do it when I kind of gave up on it. And then I went and did it while I was doing the jumping and other stuff. So I brought the snowboarding and the moto and the skateboarding culture into one and crossroaded it. You know what I mean? So that got that video part that before the Fox one I just did was the reason why I got my Fox one because they saw the like the vision. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And the guy that filmed my thing had the vision I had because he was a skate filmer, but loved the fact that I was out there in the ditches riding while the kids were skating. I was riding my dirt bike while they were skating, so I'm like hitting wall rides, like not caring anymore. Like, yeah, still snowboarding, kind of. When like, did you release that Fox one? Like a December fifteenth. December. Yeah. No, I put that on a Facebook. Okay. Um, like a week ago or something. But I, I, I it's on YouTube, December fifteenth. So when you put that first last year, first edit film that you put together wait how long ago was that 2018 it dropped but i did it all 2017 i was doing like and then you went like youtube drop like yeah and i was doing like like doing shows you can do like shows for like a thousand bucks for like jumping and stuff i got hurt in one of the shows and like fucking destroyed my ribs i had to stop like for four months and then come back and finish that part like what show like an OC fair. I don't know if, <laughs> if you look it up, you'll see Justin Wolf and Fall. I literally cased this jump first hit after not riding for two weeks, desperate for a freaking thousand dollars because it's like a 15 minute ride for a G. I needed money. So I was like, all right, I pulled up, like, not ready at all. And like, haven't been riding. And like, it. there's a bunch of kids around and like some stinky ass setup with like landing smaller than the lip when it's supposed to be like that like small peaky just dude land on this thing bent. I didn't even fall I just cased it flipped over the bars ran down the thing and just like fell over and collapsed I was in the hospital whatever finished that thing and then came back did well 
it did really good. It got like five million views with no sponsors, no nothing on this. Yeah, so that one killed it. And so then, do you have a YouTube channel? No, I don't. I have a YouTube channel. I just haven't. I don't have anything to do with it. I don't really know how to be that corny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You got. You got. You got to. Yeah. It's a business, you know. It's a business yeah. model, but yeah, it's a it's a lot of I'm trying to figure out a niche for it. I yeah. guess. But you kind of have it already. I do. I have you like just gotta. I have such an old. I, I made a. I made a YouTube. It's like a Felix thing, and it's like it has a bunch of everything. I, it's on there. You can see it. It's there. Like three up three things. It's like I edited the whole thing. I filmed the whole thing. I'm in it, and my homies are in it. I made it like almost old school, freaking. And that's what it should be. It shouldn't surfer. be all production. It shouldn't yeah. be all like dialed. I mean, kind of raw. When Fox got behind, you know, Dead Man Walking, and made it all polished mm. and killer. That's that's great when you have that. But your channel could just be, oh, pretty dude. raw. Yeah, and I know. I could just watch, watch raw uh, shit. That's yeah, it. you work. watch the Mason Ho. Uh, I love his shit. So amazing. He's my favorite. That's like my favorite shit because he's, he's cool. Yeah. He makes them, you know, he pushes the board and like has like he shows is. what he does and he just does the. I don't even know how that kid surfs like that, dude. It's That's so the place way too in Him and that, uh, what's it, Sheldon, the other guy, Shel Sheldy, the other guy. That yeah, the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's the only other, other guy, guy he surfs with, not his mom, <laughs> not his sister, not his dad, but other guy, Sheldon or whatever. Mm -hmm. He freaking rips too. Yeah, but they, the it, all it is is music, good music and good surfing. Dude, That's I don't it. know. He does something with the music though, because he has somebody that knows the good shit or like knows how to like use the underground stuff. Because that's yeah. the biggest. That's the issue. hardest that's thing is the biggest well, music the, rights. You yeah. need to find issue. somebody that's uh, like a garage band that plays good. I do. I have that. Just, yeah. But that's that, that's it's so hard to get that even going. It's like, all right, dude, can you do this for me? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know. Yeah. It's, dude, get out the synthesizer. That, that was another. <laughs> so I got my sound machine over so here. Make, so I made these edits for a little bit, and then I just mom hired me to be his personal filmer and for Monster. I just go around with that kid and film all of this stuff. Low key, no one knew about it. No one had. No one needed to know wait, about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, I used to cruise around and film full Monster edits out of a little handy cam and like edit it so good because I made these little Felix edits. It was called It's a Felix, or I did Felix Moto. If you look up on YouTube, wherever you can, or Felix Snow. I started those are the older newer ones um what yeah feel like f-e-e-l-i-x-x -E -E -X -X. like but yeah. i use felix a lot in like the things but it's also it's a felix and, and i used to go because i used to travel in japan and did all these different things not with niger this is my own shit and then those things got me my job with niger because his mom's like dude whoa you know how to wow. make all these edits and do all this like you hang out with him every day can you do it for him like he has nobody to do it and I'm like, that's another side of the story we you didn't even hear. Nobody talk about. Nobody knows that because it's like, because it was like, I don't that's know. Awesome. I'm not. I don't want anybody to know I'm freaking Nigel's filmer. And then I'm just like, dude, that's Nigel's filmer. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm just trying to make money, dude. My homies help my homie out. Like, and yeah. he's helping me out. Like, I'm going to travel these cool places with him and we're having fun together, laughing about it. Like, it's pretty much. When what it did was. you start? I was like 2016 to to 2017. That you filmed for him? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Wow. It was cool. All right, so you got back into moto. You, what were you hoping to, or like, did you go okay? I I gotta make this my thing. Like, I, I want to make money. The free riding. Okay. Okay, I saw it becoming something because. The, oh, you, oh yeah, that day that you did the press on the. That that was the video part of the idea. I didn't think about how gnarly Instagram and social media was at the time. That was straight OG. Like I'm filming a video part, 
and I'm gonna put it out in, in a year, and it's gonna be like, what the fuck, weirdo shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's just random. Yeah. The the one that where you went over uh, Long Beach, where the Toyota race is. Yeah, that's that was my that first. That was last year, right? That was 2017. Okay. That was older. That was from the old one. Okay. So, I watched that one. Yeah, that was on Instagram. Well, no, I I found it on YouTube. Oh, okay. You watched the first video part. Yeah. With, with the Suicide Boys track on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and I saw that's the first time I saw Nigel. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, he was in it. He was running, in it. filming. He was yes, filming it. So yes. I put it on my Instagram of him that clip that he. Filmed. So I I didn't see it on Instagram, but I saw it on that, and I was like, why is Nigel Houston, you know? <laughs> In the mix here. He is like, yeah, he's definitely a hype, a hype of a lot of Yeah, it, and I was like, what the hell? And, and then I started, and then at first I watched the first one, or the, the, the Fox one. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and saw the other one. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, this is a trip. Like, what Some the different f- shit. He's doing yeah. skate, you know, skate spots. Yeah, well, that's kind of, that's where it started. So me and when going around with Nigel. Yeah, and, you and saw the all the six spots to hit. Well, dude, I'd always watch And you were filming. I, I was so into skateboard culture. I knew everything about skateboard culture. Like, the younger kids I didn't care about. I was all like, Costin and freaking McCrank and all like, older dudes. Like, you know, even when it comes down to Dwayne Peters and all these older dudes, I was more looking up to skateboarding and, and looking at all the street stuff that was coming through. Guy Mariano. All those crazy times. So, so like... He came around, whatever, and then I go and cruise the streets and finally get to see all these spots in person with yeah, them. And I'm yeah. like, on the way, I'm like, dude, I would snowboard this spot, snowboard spot, snowboard this spot. This would be so sick to snowboard. They're like, shut just, up. Just dumped yeah. in tons of snow right here. <laughs> you know, you're like, all right, dude, we get it. There's no snow. You're not going to snowboard here. Yeah. So, like, the moto came involved, and that's when we started going, dude, I'd fucking moto this thing. I'd ride that. I could do something on this. I could do something. And so I'm like, so I'm gonna start doing shit on this, and my homie Dodo, with all those guys, kind of, kind of riled it up. Like, let's do it, and then I started tying, towing in those fuckers to the spots that they didn't want to push on a motorcycle. For, yeah, because it's like they could go push into it, but not for an hour if they yeah. have to battle it, because they get tired. Yeah. So I'm pulling them in and taking all that energy away from them, and I know how to do it, know the speed, because I know the streets, yeah. I understand. You're whipping them. Into- so they're like, I'm getting phone calls from all these different <laughs> skate homies. I'm in like birdhouse movies and all these different movies because of it, and then yeah. I started like fucking around in the streets of that zone. They're doing it, and then it started turning into clips. So I'm like, dude, I need, I know so much shit. I can do this, and I can make this. I can make this. I can turn this into something. This Which is, is totally unique, but it fits that's, everything that's you're your YouTube about, show. You know? Totally. That's totally. your YouTube show right there. And there's yeah. endless content. Totally. You know, traveling all over. It's just, it's just staying on. Like, it's all about being persistent. And yeah. if I have no, you know, being, if I can't be persistent, it's hard. Okay. So hard. let's talk about that injury. Yeah. Marley. So that was during the film. Film. Yeah. So I was like. Which one? The first one or the Fox, second? Fox. This is recent. This, this is one. June 6th, 2019. And you're coming out of that gutter over the fence? 2019. 2019, yeah. June 6, 2019, come out of gutter out of the fence. Stupid mistake, didn't even want to do that. I was wanting to do something else, but that was what I wanted to do the time before that I showed up to that spot. So when I got there, I was being greedy and trying to sneak in another clip. Uh, break, you know, do go through the whole process and then get myself in the van. And I think I'm going to the closest hospital, not so the right you, hospital. So you launch what happened like you um, hit at an angle and just i got cockeyed all weird i like hit it wrong yeah. and then it threw me in a weird position and and and, and i could have just bailed the bike and it wouldn't have been as i probably wouldn't have broke my leg but i would have got fucking 
like tweak my knee or something. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I'm breaking my fall down because the time prior to that, I did go there and send it to the street. And that's what made me want to think I could go send it to the street again. But I, I went more straighter, so I landed in a better spot. But I landed on a pole and used my bike to break down the fall because I was going to land on a pole and like let go and like body slid up under my feet and was just like, holy shit, dude, I nothing happened to me. Wow. And I popped tire, so I couldn't go do it. I was like, that's a stupid spot. So I figured out a new thing there and went to that to go do that new thing. And that popped up in my head. Like, I could do this real quick. I might as well just get it in and get all psyched up. Like, yeah. so it would be a big deal. I can handle this. And that happened. I, like, jumped over the fence, came back around, and then tried to send it to the street. Got all cockeyed. Tried to do the same thing. Use the bike as the breakdown of the fall. And then I landed on off-cambered cement. So when I landed on off-cambered cement, the treaded tires didn't grab and go that way. It went that way. So I'm holding the bike like this, and that 250-pound dirt bike, put, I put my leg down when it went down at the same exact time, and it was like, the bike collapsed on me, so it just shattered my, shattered my leg. Um, so I uh, and what, I get mean, all of them to pick me up, get me in the van, go to the wrong spot. Compound fracture. No compound fracture. No. Just shatter inside. Nothing was compound, nothing. Wow. Yeah, so this is shattered into 16 pieces. They they go into surgery thinking they can do it, which they shouldn't have. They weren't a trauma center. They didn't have my blood. They didn't have none of that. So the guy I thought he could do it, I'll always remember going into that security, into that freaking... Hospital. Not the hospital part. That part, too. They were treating me like shit, but no, into the surgery. And then dropped all the spatulas and looked at me. I'm like, what's going to happen? Woke up in a fixator, dude. Bleeding out. Old school. Then they come and tell me, "Hey, look, um, I'm not supposed to be doing this. So we failed your surgery. Do you have insurance?" And I'm just look at them. I'm like, "What?" Like, dude, I'm like my mom's there. Just gets there. I start freaking out about it. Like, tripping out. Call Doctor G. Doctor G. Freaking was like, told his, my buddy Dave, um, David's mom, like, "Dude, you got to get him out of there." He said they're gonna cut his leg off. They don't have his. They don't have his blood. He's bleeding out. My mom put her hand on the like the bed. And came up and her whole hand was red because I was like bleeding out. And we had, wow. So we freaking clip the freaking thing out of my dick, pull the catheter out, clip all the shit out, dude. Sign the AMA. I'm in a thing. I'm like, where's the wheelchair? They're like, we can't give you a wheelchair. They're like, I'm all computer chair. Give me a little. No, 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 no. I'm all, no, 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 no. <laughs> Grab the little computer chair and sit down in it with my fixator looking at him. I'm like, get me out of here, like mom and dad, like my little brother. My brother's got my leg. Like this, bro. Like holding it as like you're... this, running down the street and I'm down the hallway. And my mom's pushing and like holding, running down the hallway to go get the van to hurry up and bring it over while the the, the nurse you didn't call an ambulance. Like didn't have dude. Time no, they were like not doing it. They weren't doing it. We had wow. this AMA stuff. They were like making it worse, like tying it all up. So I would get over to the other hospital. They instantly put me into four blood transfusions. Then since dude, they failed the surgery, they, the, the the main part was. They severed an artery, right? Or yeah, they're, so, they're in the, the... So what happened was they freaking... I didn't know about it until a week and a half later after everything got fixed. They fixed the surgery. They took the fixator out. The girl nailed it. Did a killer surgery. But my leg kept growing. And they're like, I don't understand why things growing like this. Like, It's just like 
elevated the things fucking that big bro like the just wing. swollen dude like it was fucking it was ridiculous and i'm like what the hell is going on so we start a week later start to go put in our leg down to get the blood flow because i'm this is a week me being on my bed just sitting like that can't piss can't shit can't do yeah. nothing i'm like fucking med it out like yeah. so many meds like yeah, you're in and I'm out a of synthetic zombie. heroin addict at this point. Like I'm like stuck. Like you know what I mean. I'm like fiending for any kind of drug because I'm such in pain. Put my leg down and I start getting sick, and I'm like, whoa, dude. And I like got back up, whatever. Like oh why? And the next morning they're like, you want to try to do that again? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Like when you're at home? No, it's at a hospital. So Still, I, hospital. I did 27 days in the hospital altogether. Five blood or five surgeries, twenty-two blood transfusions. I lost the artery. I shattered my leg. They shattered my heel when they did the fixator. They didn't do a record on my heel, so they shattered my heel when they screwed through there to keep the fixator through. So I have like three plates in my heel from that. That was way later. That was like I had to wait after twenty-one days in the hospital. And, and are them. you getting any malpractice suits or no? Anything? We tried, dude. It's been, so since, since I do everything, they they won't do anything. A fixator is to. Put I, if all I would have lied together? and like not put anything on Instagram, then I probably would be a millionaire. But I, since Justin, I was so prideful, the huh? fixator puts all the bones together. Is that what it is? You know what a fixator is? No. Kind of? Okay, so it's like a, you, see, you see those old brackets that like, like, like a cage. Yeah. Like so, basically, that was a hole of the fixator. That was a hole of the fixator. So that need, was a hole of the fixator. Solid bone and spots to hold yeah up. and then like there was spots like there and then there's one at the bottom down here where my heel had the shatter that they didn't do a record of so when they didn't do a record they don't know what they're screwing into they only knew what was going on on this leg right yeah so they freaking they screw into that shattered that I, I don't even know about that till later they told me something's bad they might have to do something but i don't know anything about it i'm going through this other thing with my leg so the so i go back to the physical therapy part where i put my leg down and it's like, it gets hot and I get all weird, whatever, pass, almost pass out. Next morning, do the same thing and I start getting really sick. And I'm like, uh, pick my leg up. Right when I lay back, I just feel like a release in hot liquid all over my left leg. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I look up on the ceiling and there's blood on the ceiling, blood all over the freaking ground right here. What? Look over and my whole left leg is red. And I keep, every time I start, and I start breathing and I look at the heartbeat, blood's coming out of every one of these things. Going, pff, 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 pff. I'm, I'm, like, all the holes. I'm all, bro, what the fuck's going on here? I'm like, I'm bleeding out. I'm like, I'm bleeding out. And I start to start dumping out. I start getting all weird, start shitting myself, start pissing myself, start getting all euphoric. And I just look at my mom and my homie because my brother wasn't there. He was like taking care of me. I'm like, later, later, like. See you on the other side. Like, I love you guys. Like, straight up. That's what you felt. What? Literally. You felt no, life I exactly evaporating. I fucking... I don't give a shit. I, I got to taste death. I know exactly what it's like to go before you're actually gone. Holy From smokes. that. Because I got out of body. I got euphoric. Yeah. It was like a good calming, feeling. Calming. Calming. Very calming. Very blessing. Like, blessing. Like, weird. Something was there grabbing me, holding me. Something was there. I couldn't really... I can't really give you that crazy description. It was like a dream. Like bodies releasing something i'm you know valves are moving like i'm done like i can tell this is death like yeah. this is what death tastes like right here wow so, so i was like all right and then boom i fucking woke up i like came out of body it was like came around the like hallway i remember like walking through the hallway and i remember i remember like sitting up 
after like I pass out or whatever and like looking to the left and looking to the right and like that's weird. No, I'm like I'm like feel like I got like something's like on me. I remember like something like on me, like towels or something, but I couldn't figure it out. And then I like look over and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? How come these guys aren't tripping out when I'm sitting up? Like and I'm like, what the fuck? And then like I start getting up out and I'm like, whoa, whoa. And like I fool him out, and that's how I like, kind of remember. I remember like going around the fucking hallway, and then like zoom, zap, fucking right through to me. Like I woke up in the hallway, like with like a bunch of blankets around me. And the guy's like, "Yeah, we're good. We got you. We got you." I'm like, "What the fuck?" How long were you out? I woke up the next morning in the surgery room after the surgeries or whatever, and they tied my artery. I only have two arteries in my leg. So my artery popped from a pseudoaneurysm because they a pseudoaneurysm is a blood clot in your artery. Yeah. So that built up and built up and built up through those times while we were wondering why I got so big. I saw my leg was pumping up because there was no blood was flowing. So it was just, you wow. know what I mean? Popped. Popped, dude. And then I had to sit there for fucking a couple more weeks, like a week or two or something like that. And then I had to go to a physical therapy house. And then I had to go back in like a month later for uh, the end of August for my heel because of the heel thing. And that was the fucking most painful thing in the world. So how long is this after you got back into Moda? Um, this is after I'm like fully signed full contract with freaking Fox and like everything's dialed and oh, like you, I finally you're... made it into the position I want to <laughs> oh man yeah and that's why I met her on the time and she was I met her before and like we we're hanging out like you know she had stuff that I was going through and I was going through shit and then she she reached out to me in the hospital Girl, I didn't sign up for this <laughs> no she didn't, she didn't she didn't have to deal with it yet like she was just like just on that brink of like you know we're hanging out like you know what I mean and then, you know, time went on and she got to like, she got to watch the whole experience from her perspective, like outside of it, not being involved because we weren't that involved yeah. yet. No, yeah. I didn't even know what happened. You just posted something on Instagram, like, oh, I'm in the hospital. I didn't think it was a big deal. And then you started posting like stories of your whole situation. I'm like, this is really fucking happening. Like, was yeah. Like, Cause it was kept getting worse. It kept getting fucking, yeah. Like, Thank you. Like, dude, I kept getting worse. I was like, yeah, I'll be out of this fucking hospital in like a day or two. I can't wait. Like two, five, six days later. I'll be in this out of the hospital and go <laughs> six days, seven days later. I'm like, what the hell? So you nah. were in the hospital I remember for 27 days. All together, yeah. So I did I did 19 days in the first day, first hospital visit. From like hospital to hospital, all that crazy fucking dramatic bullshit. It was so emotional and it turned me into such an emo such a wreck, dude. Dude, I had to go to a physical therapy house for four days, which turned it into like 23, whatever. And then I had to wait for a month because the last surgery was my skin graft. The reason why I had the skin graft is because I had compartment syndrome from all the fucking trauma that they did to my legs that wasn't closing because of the, fa the fasciotomies that they did wrong. Wrecked it. So I, they had to take a piece of skin from like Not up butt. here. Die. Yeah, like right here. So that this whole piece of skin... Like here goes, I don't know how they freaking it's did it. so like crazy. Stretching it. Yeah, so like stretch it or something. I don't know. So it's they, so then it turns nice, into huh? this. So this thing had like that last surgery. It was open. Dude, it was a piece of meat with fucking 90 staples around this thing. bro. It looked like it, it didn't even look right. So my little brother had to take care of me. My mom had to take care of me for like every day. We had to sleeve it. On, I had a homie that was staying out of his house for a month. Like. It was a, such a bad. Like I did everything I could to not fall apart. Like I'm like, dude, I can't fall apart. Like this is. <laughs> How many years ago was this? A year. Not even a year and a half. Oh, not a year even a half, year. Yeah, a year and a half ago. Yeah. But like, 
Yeah, 2019, June 6, so almost two years now. And then I, and I waited, and they told me I would never ride again. They told me if I do ride again, it's going to be in 18 months until you start doing anything. And I was like, fuck that, so, so the Long Beach thing... That was before. That was before this. Yeah, that was not. That was long. That was bef- that was a year and a half before I started filming that. Even like, wow. Yeah, because that I filmed that in 2017, and it took like six months to drop. Like I was done with it six months before, and then it dropped in like 2018 May, and then it, I got the Fox deal at the end of summer. Yeah. May, June, July. Yeah. So I got the Fox deal at the end of summer, and then they worked on a deal with like starting in t- 2020. I'm gonna start filming a video part for them. And then I didn't really start filming until February, and then I only filmed a couple things because my filmer, my personal filmer, was filming for some kid that was filming for X Games. So I had to kind of wait and be patient with that, and I didn't really care because I had time, I had shit lined up. Heal. So when he finally... Yeah, time to heal. Not the healing part, yeah. That was before I started, I got hurt. Oh. So like at that time, and then I got hurt, and then in the nine months, it took me to get back on my shit and start riding, and then I was filming... A month and a half later, and that's just like it, it, it was riding in pain. Like, I ride and it'll be in pain, and I was like, dude, I'm just gonna finish this video part. So, every time I rode was just in the streets. I was like, ah, oh, meet me here. Yeah, like I was so ambitious, and my shit how was long, so like I didn't give a fuck out about for what nine months. They told me never again, or if I did, it was 18 months. So, <clears> I was like, I'm finishing that part before 18 months. You're tripping. Like, I was like, I'm fucking back on my back in October. Like, I was already thinking, yeah. Like, so Dr. G, if it wasn't for Dr. G for saving me, I'd be fucking... Yeah, G. Dr. G is literally my hero in this whole he situation. He put me back together many times. And, dude... And <laughs> Not like that, though. <laughs> no, yeah, he's honestly one of the, like, the best people ever, dude. So I honestly highly appreciate that guy. If it wasn't for him, I'd probably be fucked. Like, yeah. that's so many things in so many ways. Like, so did you get back on... Did you get on Fox prior... For- Prior to your accident? Yeah, this is what okay. I was filming for the Fox part. Okay. I am listening, Dude, but I'm making this sure guy. people... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Shut your mouth when I'm talking to you. Gosh, <laughs> this guy over here. So, so how yeah. did you get on Fox? That's from that part. The first the first part got me on the, my position because the guys that ran Fox are a lot of the skate involvement. So Have another Ashland money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so lay like had a good perspective. So when that all popped off, the leg thing shit went weird. I was still getting my money and stuff, but they had to cut things down heavily. And then COVID came around, and they like cut off seventy five percent of the people. I don't even think I was gonna have to finish. I didn't think I I had to maybe buy I get the footage from them and do my own thing at one point. And then the filmers kind of came involved and really stuck up for me because they're all involved heavily. And they made it pretty much happen. If it wasn't for the filmer dudes, I probably cool. as much as I see, as much as I know, that's just what I read. Yeah. Is if it wasn't for them, I probably would be like in a weird different position. So just like how powerful social media is and like how copycat and how people find a niche and then somebody else wants to well, I'm gonna do that too. Yeah. Like you drop that first edit before, you know, you yeah. and then you know, you're filming for Fox, you get hurt. There's a lot of downtime. You yeah, know? A lot of downtime. Watching was, kids there other, do- was there other people <laughs> yeah. biting? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the kid, there's, you know, I, I don't need to mention his name, but he, he probably won't even hear this. But, like, the kid was like, the filmer kid, the kid that was filming my stuff was filming for the, was having a hard time getting clips. So he made the kid made the kid show him my clips to get an idea of what the hell I'm doing out there. Like, oh. I was supposed to keep, So he went out and did, like, a couple of my flavoring things, and I'm like, Dude, 
I'm losing it because now. it's all like, about it's, it's all about set set up too, having that right spot. And, well, and, just like skateboarding, yeah. right? It's whoever first. does it first gets credit for it, yeah. and forever, right? Yeah, because you were doing NBDs. Yeah, every time. That's every like, single time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Somebody, so it pissed me off when I seen anything. I'm like, dude, you know, that wasn't your flavor, dude. You put, you did this. Oh, I wouldn't even have done it like that. Yeah. Like, like you just like, like, you know what I mean? I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, it's flattering. At the same time, it's it's like it's supposed to be like that. It it's is. not it, mine. No. It's such a girly way or a little kid way to look at it. Yeah. No. You know, like he, me and him already gone through a little head trip too, but like he hit but, a spot that I told him about. But it, but it, but you you're doing this, and of course. You want to get paid, and, yeah. and you yeah. want to be, you know, because this is my like, shit. This is yeah. your shit. Yeah. This is your deal, and you You're, want to be you able created to created like, a, a new niche genre yeah. for for moto. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, and yeah. then that's the kid that knows it, and he doesn't like, and he's doing shit that's been done since the '90s, and it's still in great because yeah. it's original. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like, no, it's just I, yeah. again, it's in every sport, every it goes it, everywhere. It's, it goes everywhere. But I was just you know curious that you know like. You, so you get for, her, this is for fresh, the listeners you know, to go when they go to YouTube. It's Dead Man Walking. Yeah. Fox Dead Man Walking. Mm-hmm. Justin Mulford. Just put Justin Mulford. Yeah, I know. And a bunch a of stuff, of stuff, stuff yeah. will pop up. But yeah. that was the latest, greatest clip that mm-hmm. you, you put out. And it mm-hmm. gives you, yeah, it, it's it's gnarly. It's done. It is gnarly. And what's cool is right. seeing the great music and great like. Oh, that everything. was another thing too. The Bowie track was yeah. fucking a straight steal and a half. People were <laughs> people were like, how the how the hell yeah did you get that hundred thousand dollar song like. So that song's like a song is like a seventy-five to hundred k if you use it in the right like Miramax bought it or something like they're for sure. So what happened was those dudes four one one are running the four one one back in the day. BM yeah. remember four one one BMX? Yeah. Oh, awesome. So that guy's ran that shit and they knew it was someone involved with Bowie. Bowie was cares about action sports so much more than ball sports or anything or yeah. anything like that's not artistic. Yeah. So he was down for the art of anything of that so Bowie little, little wrote in his will that, 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 that to give a certain percentage that that's what they told me so this is what they told me that's cool that they're into the you know he, I love he, good peeps like that so yeah. he gave me his phone I got it for a fucking dirt cheap compared to what that yeah. is you know what I mean it's still a chunk of money but nothing like yeah 100k so like you yeah. said you know having that choreographed or just a soundtrack is so important to make things stick or memorable or the vibe or the flow or you know all of the above mm-hmm. and it you know like that's not a cheap song like you said to, to log and in I'm not I've never really been infatuated with moto or motorcycle riding like that's just never been I've never really been into it but the shit that he's only seen more than once in the last 20 years holy shit <laughs> I know like I, I it's love that. pretty fucking cool like it's just different. It, I would. I, yeah. I watched it like three or four times. Yeah, you, you know? have to kind of have to, to really get the full effect yeah. of what you're doing. For sure. And it won't hit people the first. If they're like, "Oh, that's cool," then like turn away. It's like, dude, you, you got to look at this. Like yeah. that, that one clip took a lot of the heart and energy like, to make this happen. And, and, and to be so, so it's close, super to technical. It. That's why, and it doesn't really show unless you rewatch it or you understand from mm-hmm. you know being in that. Position, position, you know, like yeah, 
Well, we've never been no. in that position, nor no. will we ever be no. in that position. No, thank you. But yeah, no one wants what, to what's rad <laughs> in is when you're like, when you're watching it, you go, oh, that's Huntington. Oh, oh that's 20th Street. Oh. <laughs> I, know, I surf there the all whole, the time. That's yeah. the whole point it's 20th of 20th Street yeah, is yeah. my spot. And yeah. when I saw you... Do that wheelie thing. That's the LA like, Convention Center, you know, like... And, well, yeah. it's cool because at first you're like, oh, shit, you know, like, that's Huntington. That's where I surf. Oh my gosh! You you did the wall in Northside. Yeah, you know, yeah. Got to get, H- gotta get HB in the freaking. Yeah, that was my yeah. vision. I was just then, for the photo. Just appear in the background. And is all that, that Smith shit. Elementary? Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that was a beatdown. Yeah. <laughs> that was a beatdown. <laughs> you totally landed it, and then you just you, you I blew it at the end, bro. I didn't even want to jump the street. So really, I had so much speed coming off that thing. I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm gonna bunny hop this thing, and then nothing came out of it. So it was like bottomed out, like lost pop. So I landed, and then just whipped in the thing, like knocked me into the thing. I don't know. I just the way it knocked me actually saved me. Like if that wasn't there, I would have been fine. If it wasn't there, I'd be not. I'm not like it was. We didn't know what was. It about. looks. Yeah. If that looks little, bad. you know, that little thing that people skate or whatever. Yeah. That thing was in the way. I would have been able to get away from it. But if it wasn't in the way and I couldn't get away from it, it saved me because the way it threw me into it because I didn't get pitched into the rail because there was a down rail and then like the hubba. It looked gnarly. Right. I fucking landed in between and somehow just got so perfect and just like. That's so crazy. Just fucking spider across. I got up and fucking rode away. <laughs> like, yeah. People were like, what? It just looked like you popped it on the corner of that stair. I did, but I got like, I just, I just not to stay limber on that kind we of stuff. We used to skate all those roofs. Yeah. Yeah, at Smith. Everyone does, just yeah. That's why I did it. Yeah. Hey, if yeah. there's no footage, then it didn't happen. Well, <laughs> you know. Lars yeah. making up stories. Yeah. There was only like one camera around yeah. back then. We didn't even, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh. <laughs> Good luck to your families right there. <laughs> um, well, shoot, dude. Yeah, that's it. Dude. Laura's been sitting here patiently. Yeah. Just listening to all this. She's only heard it like a hundred times. Yeah. She's uh, only heard, she was oh, yeah. The leg story again. Oh, gosh. Here it comes again. So, <laughs> no. Um, but no. Two hours and ten minutes. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shit flew. I did not seem like that. Holy crap. Um, so you ride for Fox. Mm-hmm. Who else? Uh, Renthal, Yoshi Sherma. What's at, that? Uh, pipe, Yoshi, you know, Yoshi Pipes. You ever heard of that? Mm-mm. It's like, have you ever heard of Pro Circuit or MF, FMF? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's like that kind. Of, it's a cool. August or whatever. They're really good. They're they're like the best with my bike, I think. Um, and then I got like No Toil. Those those are companies that just hook me up with like certain parts. And then I got a mechanic that helps me out with a lot of like extra parts and. I got homies that dudes like Twitch and stuff hooked me up pretty well. Like he just hooked me up with he. Those, I got a couple good people that are like helping me out with like parts, and that's all really hard to get a hold of. But when it comes to like money and stuff, it's definitely just like Fox. Yeah. Are you are are people coming out of the woodworks reaching out to you? Like, yeah. After the parts, like yeah. dude, mm-hmm. like you're honest on like, hey, that's cool, like. Yeah. Well, you're and, making your own cheddar now, making your own dude. Uh, that does have to. label. Fucking have to. No brand, dude. Might as well. What is it called? It's just fuck moles. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me, man. Everyone's like, I don't know. It's just sarcastic. Um, basically, it started from this guy. It started from this mountain. The mountain kicked me out one time because he was t- t- talking to my brother for smoking a cigarette, like, and he dresses all hip hop, and he like comes up to him all like. Yo, 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 dog, put that fucking cigarette out. And I just, like, well, I had a couple, I had, like, a tall can in me. I was like, no. I was like, no, dude. Like, 
They're coming in. You can't be coming at my brother like that. You're tripping. You're all Nazis. <laughs> freaking what the fuck. So I'm all, here you go. You stare at your typical mother. Like, but you're like to him. And he's like, kick. He's like, you're out of here. You're kicked out. You're done. And I'm like, dude, you're going to kick me out. I'm like, there's two weeks left. And I'm like riding dirt bikes all the time. So I kind of laughed about it. And then he like went around like talking to a bunch of shit. So I was like. And then I went to every mountain I went to. I get I got hassled. No, no fight with the ski lifties. I'm like, dude, this is pissing me off right now. I'm like, these fools are giving wow, me blackballing a bat. Yeah, they're blackballing me. So I went and found this dude's Instagram, or found this dude's Facebook, and found this photo of the guy, like wavy ass, like '80s photos, and like jumping to the trees on <laughs> like skis. Skiing. And it's like him saying like, "Fuck mops," like. Fuck this guy. And people thought it was like a shirt against me. Like, but I made the shirt, so it made people fucking trip out. <laughs> Yo, so I sold the, the shirt that, with yeah. his face on it, but I sold it freaking, I hit the photographer up. And I'm like, Yo, man, I really need this killer photo you took of this of this photo of this guy. He's like, sure. He's like, yeah. Well, like, you know, you pay me three hundred dollars for the thing, and they're like, like, no, no, I can try to look it up, like some thing or whatever, like, uh, like you know, some law shit. And I'm like, I don't pay this guy fucking three hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, Copy I'm gonna pace, bitch. I'm gonna sell a sticker for for fifty bucks, and the shirt comes, and it comes with the shirt. <laughs> Didn't have a sticker made. It was just a bullshit, right? So if I got anything. It was funny, dude. It didn't work. If anything, it would have been a season assist, and I would have been, I would have been funny. But I made, yeah. like, I made like four or five grand off this shirt. You're kidding me. <laughs> nice. I was dying, so I cut it off because it was like getting too yeah. hectic. They completely 86 me like after that. Whoa. They're like, no, you're never coming back now because he was going out of his way. And then this guy gets like fired like two or three years later, which is now. So, so I'm like, all right, where does I can go? Yeah, it's a personal vendetta. No, like, everyone was like pissed at the guy about it or something. Yeah. You got to bring that shirt back. I'm going to. So I, so I brought my shirt. So since the fuck most thing was already gone, people didn't really understand what was going on. I even brought that story up to people. No one even knows the story. The only people I did it for the localism, like in Big Bear, like everyone knows about it in Big Bear because it's such a small town. Like, yeah. oh, dude, Justin got kicked out by Pat, dude, the freaking dude, the freaking shitty skier patrol. <laughs> So it's like, fuck. The guy yeah, yeah. They got, and then he's like, everyone's going around to this freaking mountain with him on. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. So he loses it and tries to get me completely kicked out. I get a phone call from like the big main supervisor, like, hey, you can never come back here again due to Pat, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, whatever, dude. I ride dirt bikes. <laughs> going mountain high. <laughs> so, anyways, I didn't even care. I just was riding dirt bikes all the time. Made that shirt and just laughed about it. Didn't really push it too hard. Didn't really try too hard. It just popped off, and the people didn't even know why. That's so amazing. I'm like, what the fuck? So I cut it off. A year later, I started making. My dad has a couple funny photos of me flipping them off, and <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> as a grown, yeah, that like so I'm sure me like freaking, you know what I mean? That it says fuck moles and like punk rock, like they are sk- like sex, sex pistols, pistols. Style, yeah, 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 you know, like all <laughs> like ransom note. Yeah, 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 like your you know serial killer note type thing, and then like um, it's just like me as a little kid just flipping like you know like I'm all ripped and shit. It's so funny, dude. So just like kind of ran that, and then that's kind of working, and I got a couple other photos of me doing that same kind of shit, like kind of a little like you know, kind of funny stuff. So yeah, I just kind of run it, run you know. Shit. Might as well run it while I can, and like I mean, it, it's almost stupid. Like I, the more I make, the more it does, because. 
you know, it's like merchandise and people want to support. So yeah. like, there's actually some huge supporters out there that like look at it like, damn, this kid's got something going on for himself. I'm going to hook him up with something. And it's like, dude, I look and there's like fucking people from different countries. But then there's like a handful of homies. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would have like hooked you shit. Yeah. I could have given it to you in person. Is it for like, I'm selling these I'm, I'm selling them for a stupid price because it's hilarious. It's like, yeah. throw 60 bucks for a shirt? Fuck most. <laughs> That's like what I yeah. want to think in my head. Like, how many times have I got people to say, fuck most? Because <laughs> I'm a fucking but, shit. But, you know, too, like, but. it's a good cause and it's fun and, you know, it's not, yeah, you're, you're not serious. And people, they'll spend money to just have a good laugh. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to make funny it's ass, I'm going to make funny it's shirts with cartoons now. Like, I have a couple ideas and then, like, I'll have a couple more of those things and I'll have a couple just, like, simple that it just says fuck most. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, honestly, it's really a teaching me how to, like, run a company and, like, it's fun for now and it's making me a couple bucks in my pocket. Yeah. It's like, I mean, Get some people, gas and it's money. cool. And it's cool. It's more, or even <laughs> more, more than that. Fucking even more, dude. It's kind of cool to see. It, like it really. Hey, we have a chance of, of selling late night with chalky stuff. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally selling. Who I mean, wouldn't want this? I mean, fucking. I would run yeah. that. I think it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's just. Uh, my kids are like, that really looks like. Yeah, I'm like, we got good artists. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Do, 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 do you guys have a partner on this? I mean. I need some cartoons written up. Um, yeah, I just, just kind of run that for a little bit and then try to learn how to make a company that's, like, like um, elaborate to, like, what I do. Like yeah. Everything. Well, like I think... Bad company or something cool that's, like... God damn it. Sorry, guys. You know? Dude. I'm getting all kinds of texts for you're, fucking whatever reason. You're blowing up, bro. Um, so, so, so... <laughs> you're snowboarding a lot. You're motoring, like, you know... Yeah, a lot, surfing a lot. Like surfing is the best thing. I can't skate anymore because my leg. To be honest, I can't roll. I mean, I can go skate and push it on a bowl. But you can, yeah, I yeah. can't snap an ollie. Like oh, I, no. I, I can't crack. The ballerina, I can't ollie the ballerina is over. And it sucks. that's what I call skateboarding. Yeah, Honestly, you know, I, I, you have to roll your ankles to snap an ollie, and it doesn't roll anymore. It's like and my oh. other one just wants to go. I I can go skate switch or something. But snowboarding works great. Yeah. Um, I can't do too aggressive like I want. I can't do. I can do everything, but I can't do it to full, full, full potential. Like maybe at the moment for a small amount of time. Yeah. But well, fuck, it's dude, like, it just happened a year and a half ago. Yeah, I know. And also, it took me a lot of physical therapy to get to where I was in that nine months. And then I, I, to a certain point, I just, just it gets old going to physical therapy and You're, seeing Doctor G almost every died. day. Right. And you almost lost your leg. Totally. Both yeah. of those yeah. are right there hey. are totally like So you can't do a kickflip, but you can yeah. go tell tap the you know the, the snowboard bar or freaking do a you know, whatever. Like you're good. Yeah. You know? Lyndon Lyndon, even in his best shape in his prime, he would never do any of that anyway. So Do what? Kick flip, you know, hit the rail. That's because I just don't park. I choose to not <laughs> do it. <laughs> I keep my snowboard on the ground these days. I barely get air. When the kids want to go through the little kitty park, I'm like, all right, maybe I could hit this one, but no, I'm done. Yeah, I, I honestly... I land and break. Dude, oh. my snowboarding has been like... I, I haven't even hit a rail once. I have. I can hit them. They're like... They're so boring to me now. I've done so many of tricks and then so many of the same rails and bears. Like, honestly, I just go snowboard. I go surf, dude. Yeah. Car- like, I'm carving back up yes. though because I've taught her how to snowboard this year really well. So like me, my whole like, ambitious was like to teach her how to snowboard good enough to get her down the main runs with me that we can go cruise together. Like, yeah, yeah, that was her cool. goal. Like I'm gonna get her to fucking snowboard good. Like, yeah, I don't got to snowboard like I used to anymore. I don't have that like, all right, lady, like I'm gonna go snowboard with my friends. Ah, like I don't. 
Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I love it. So, so her going slow and, like, the steep hills, like, she can't get to her heel toe is fucking easy at the time. She's already fucking full heel toe now and, like, ripping. But at the time, where I was, like, she'd go down and I would carve toe back up the hill and, like, wrap, like, roundhouse back over. Because I started riding boards with short tails, long nose, like, a surfboard-looking boards. And, yeah. like, dude, it's way fun. Which is, yeah. I have Which way is more cool fun. within the sport because yeah. just, like, surfing kind of, you know, you, you retune your quiver, you know? I was like, oh, well, I got my shortboard, which I ride, and then I got my step up. You know, now it's like, no, I got my retro swallowtail. I got my twin fin. I got this, that. Yeah. And that's how you approach the mountain. Like, some days you're like, I just want to go do what you're saying, carve up and down the mountain. So when's the it's next, uh, are you working on a new clip, or? I'm working on a new contract to go get a new clip, because that shit is not fun to go do first for free. I mean, it comes down to, like, pushing it, you know? Yeah. Like, Pushing it, not for not fun, not fun for free, but like doing stuff that I know and doing and to keep content going and yeah. being like whatever. Yeah, sure, I, I'll do it any all day. I'm always trying to do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it right now. I'll go out there. If you have something cool for me to do, I'm down. I love it. But like when it comes down to like biting the nails, like this spot's hectic. Like this is fucking hairball. Like yeah. I got it. I need to. Well, that and just. Yeah. I'm you're, you're, it's that. pretty much illegal what you're doing in a lot of yeah. spots too so you gotta kind of get in and out but right? so is skate it's just like at the same time so is skateboarding so there's all this other stuff and stuff. I mean so skateboarding like, same thing they kick you out right? you know, so right. you gotta expect like hey so, I, can, I got a certain window to like go nail this trick which mm-hmm. is I don't know I think another loophole with me is, is not a legal street legal bike yeah since it's not a street legal bike it's like not as bad almost I feel like you know that's I mean? weird I, I, I really don't I think me riding on a shit like that with a license and a fucking you know you know that's the way you're like dude wait a minute you can't drive this licensed car on the freaking field over here and just doing burnouts <laughs> baseball field <laughs> like you're like, wait, there's there's kids on electric bikes going faster than me, like around the corner, I mean, and they're freaking twelve. I'm not going to hassle me. I mean, electric bikes <laughs> wreck more shit than my. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like skateboarding does more damage to the. You know what I mean? I no, I love skateboarding with all my heart, but that's true. Like you go, it wrecks the city up. Like you're know, yeah. putting some tire marks on the thing. I mean, nothing. So yeah. half, the, half the cops are like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like, wait a minute, you're yeah. doing this? Yeah. You're you the one go. motorcycle that's yeah. going to, you know, motorcycle that's going to do it. Do it once. Dude, yeah, there's a big Skateboarders, there's going to be a thousand. Once one person does it, everybody else is dude, like checking that list. I'm not saying to say no one knows the officer's name. One of the officers ripped me off. He was like, Damien, just pull me to the side. He goes, you can fight this, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, looking at him, like, he just say that to me? And then, like, you can get, like, a mail or something in the mail the next day. And I even realized that it was written out. Like, you don't get a ticket in the mail the next day, dude. <laughs> like, so I was like, what the fuck is this ticket the next day shit? And I, like, didn't pay attention to it. And I'm like, oh, god damn it, I gotta pay this ticket. It's gonna be, like, a freaking $500 ticket, probably. Drip, like, you know. And so I'm like, look, later on, and I start to, like, wait on for it. And I'm, like, looking for the thing. I'm like, where's my shit, dude? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not trying to get a warrant or anything. Yeah, no. I'm trying to figure sure. out what the hell's going you wanna, on. You want to be responsible. The thing's not even on there. The motherfucker signed me off. That's oh, awesome. No way. Next day, he's all shit. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm all, dude, that fucker signed me off. I don't have to pay shit. Yeah. I'm like, that's insane. And I was like, that Whoa. right there was a huge eye opener for me. I was like, damn, if I, as long as I'm respectful and straight up with yeah. them, like, that's exactly what I told them. They're like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, I just want to be different, dude. Yeah. They're like, what do you check, mean? Check out my YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> no. there they are. They're all, oh, whoa. They're already like, talk. They're all, 
Then they just start talking about my dad and shit. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we busted well. your dad more than we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he's, you know, he's got a few more years under his belt. But yeah. Uh, well, shoot. Yeah. Thanks. This has been fucking awesome hearing your story. And I'm excited to see more content coming out of uh, yeah. Fuck Mulfs. Yeah. I, mean, I got this one. This was right before I came over here. I got a couple more things going on. I'm just trying to keep it real exclusive, real simple. Just one colors and. Make it happen with that kind of fucking old stuff. It's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of funny. When's the next video, do you think? I hope soon, man. I, I hope Real Moto or something would be kind of cool for the X Games. Just since I don't got a real con- a real thing going on. I'm not really into, like, too stoked on doing the contesting for it and all that shit. But it will help me. So, yeah. like, I'm down. And, you know, it's a society. It's like, you ain't in X Games. Like, you know, but whatever. You know, I'm down for it. What, like, what about, like... They should create a, a whole fucking thing for you, though. You know what I mean? See, I got to do something like that. So what I need to do is do it myself. Yeah, you got to tell Nyjah. I don't need to tell nobody. I just need to go do it myself and figure out who's going to invest well, on it. Yeah. Do the do the skate uh, yeah. course. That will happen. On sure. your motorcycle, mm-hmm. right? On yeah. your moto. And, I mean, that's your that's you. Right. You'd be the only one doing it. Right, that's and what I'm saying. I have a bunch of land in Big Bear, and if I had like someone, Red Bull's kind of talking to me about some stuff. Nothing came through, but like if Red Bull had a budget, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Look, this is what I want to do. At this place, we do it here, we film it, we make it all cool, and we'll show exactly what's gonna happen. It'll break a lot of walls down." Oh man! I already have it planned in my head. I've been wanting to do it. I've already reached out to people about it, but they don't understand what my perspective yeah. is. So it's like I give up on talking to them because it's like goes out the door. So like if I get a, chance to do something like that where i can go put on well red red bull is a content machine and, yeah and they're they're gonna they don't do it. we know somebody else yeah maybe yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean like your niche and you know they could parlay hey we want you to come do it with an event that's already set up and we're going to carve out a little something for you you know like how sick would that be though but if, there's definitely if there's an x games right yeah and there's a street course and all of a sudden it's like Oh, it's not Niger going on. It's Justin Mulford. Yeah. Why, I could why do some Justin, exhibition. Like, how sick would that be? That would be cool, for yeah. sure. Expedition shit, like, definitely would yeah. work. It would just be crazy to see the progression of that. Because yeah. it's like, bro, what do you, there's only so much you could do on a dirt bike. You only can go left side and right side and wheelie <laughs> and those really. Yeah. yeah. And you can gap shit. You can land on shit. Then it starts to get in. So for me, I'm like, I want to land on a skinny lead technical jump Dude. off that way. Weird. Like, we're just, it, it's just straight airs, but I'm doing some weird shit everywhere. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I only can do so much and, like, yeah. be so creative. But, but the, uh, so, the like, it's not going to be the heaviest, like, for the contesting. I don't think, I don't see it really being something too much. It's something on the streets where it turns into an art piece where you have to, like, kind of take your time. You go through your mentals. You yeah. go through your different types and your different styles and your different it's more, flavors. It's more artistic. Like, yes. when you're in the event, it's, everybody wants to see a wow factor. Like, I want to see the, if you just back back double backflip, I want to see triple, triple backflip, yeah. knack, knack, exactly. you know. Well, like, for, no, but for what it's not as wow factor. Wow what factor. you've already started, right? Like, there's a great the Hollywood set. Yeah, the Hollywood high that school that fucks with people's yeah. heads. That yeah. was insane. Yeah, people are tripping. See, so, that came out of the heart. And how many? I can't go and be like doing a contest. Like I'm gonna do this rail. Yeah. Like I just like fuck. I got this trick. I, I saw it. I was like, I got it. I'm like, I'm doing it. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, but I'm gonna fucking do it. Just film it. I'm gonna fucking do it. All across, <laughs> like, you know, what I mean? all across, we're all the psyched country, up. Like, right? Yeah. There's there's skate spots yeah. that are famous because of what what's happened there, right? Mm-hmm. 
that's you yep. doing it NBD mm-hmm. on a motorcycle. Yep. It's kind of like how some of the skateboarding in the streets, like back then it was like skateboarding is not a crime. Like it was a crime. Like p- k- kids yeah. were getting beat up because yeah. they were skating a fucking yeah. three-star by a fucking security guard engine. They're like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. It sucks, man. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's so true, it's right? So, so back in the hey. early 90s, that's what the shit was. So it's like it took a while to like make people understand what these streets are about. and like I don't think I've ever know? seen it yet. Fuck Moff's moto is not a crime. Perfect. <laughs> they have a free riding is not a crime, man, but the moto is not a crime. That's actually kind of cool. That's, that's even better, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the, I think the fuck most thing is kind of like not even a. I think it's straight off of like mentality. I don't even think it has nothing to do with a dirt bike or nothing. I, I think it really like goes off. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't have an age group. There could be a 45-year-old dude and a, and a 15-year-old dude, and they have that same kind of perspective and reality that they want it. Yeah. They like the sarcasm. They like the punk rock feel. They like yeah. the freedom feel it has. Like, so I like, kind of like... Because I think everybody deep down has that in them. You for know? sure. Like, whether, whether you're conservative you or you're by the book or you're just, you know, safe. There's, I don't care how safe and conservative. There's somebody in there that's like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that. No. Yeah, totally. Totally. And people then, hit me up all the time. Even yeah. full Christian, they think it's funny. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? They're like, yeah. ah. it's not, I mean, it's it's all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that are like real. Tongue you know, cheek, fun. Yeah, yeah. You're, you got something good going, and we're stoked for you, man. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. Like, Congratulations yeah. on taking off ten years of moto and then getting <laughs> back in it. Just go to wreck house a little bit. Maybe yeah. take twenty off snowboard. He might be back into it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Bro. I still snowboard. I love it, dude. It's just not the. It's not what. It's not what I want to do. You know. No, but it was just there for me to save my life. And I always tell people, snowboarding saved my life. That's just what it did. Because yeah. honestly, if I didn't have that direction to go to, dude. I don't really know and can tell you without. I mean, surfing wasn't that. I wasn't that nuts at surfing, or didn't have yeah. that. I didn't have the right person to direct me in the right way, or nor was people going to my punk ass attitude at the time. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, surfing was surfing was just for the soul. So I never even got to see footage of me surf. So I was over it. I'm yeah. like, I don't even know how to fucking correct my surfing. I snowboard every day. I film this clip every single day and get to see it every day. So I get yeah. to change my shit every day a little bit. Like, well, everybody needs a passion and an outlet, you know, and like yeah. get get out some energy and, and you know, sports, whether it's surfing, skating, snowboarding, skate, you know, moto, whatever. I think we're perfectionists in a way. You know, you want to like accomplish and check a box you know mm-hmm. and, you know i feel like you have that drive and you're focused on something it's going to keep you out of a lot of other bad decisions yeah, yeah <laughs> i've dodged some bad you know? decisions <laughs> yeah. uh, what were bad. you doing today i don't know i was trying to nail this trick i was just trying to you know do this and i was stoked and the other kids were like i don't know i made a you know bad decision yeah didn't, didn't really care i definitely that i'll always i will think i'm so thankful for snowboarding for that reason I I had something to like fall on and younger kids to hang out with that had a direction for it and like whatever pathological mindset I had at the time thinking I was being something I really wasn't it saved me you know what I mean at the time so well I I think with your background and your story and you know you 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 could inspire and 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 give a lot of good feedback to to kids that are inspiring to be something professional, you know, especially in the moto world, going through that pressure, having parents and the sponsorship thing and, 
you know, I, w- I would keep your options, you know, broad and, you know, obviously focus on content and, mm-hmm. you know, keeping the kids. dream alive. But yeah. in the long run, you, you could have a good, you know, part. I could, dude. He will. He will. He that, is. That's what I mean. Like, if you, it's you all know, about not giving up. Help, yeah. help, you know, guide the next generation and give feedback to, to parents and, and kids and everything, man, you know, keep that positive attitude and. Yeah, that's exactly what you guys are saying is how I feel and think about this actually life. It's all longevity for me because there's times in my life where I, I, I could have went and been an iron worker with all my friends and I was 19, 20. I could have went and did firework school working and I was just like, bro, I don't... It was way too embedded in these 90s to feel like I need to go and do something that's not going to make me like who I am. So I was like, dude, I got to risk it for a while since I've already so set in stone with this stuff. And I know there's going to be a lot of ups and there's going to be a lot more downs, but like, I know I'm going to get to a certain point where they're, they're going to have to listen. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not pushing anything. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm just like on my own program. Like, and that's one thing I want to encourage kids or that go through things with families and stuff. But I didn't deal with everybody's things with family. All I can say with the kids is just like, take things as a grain of salt yeah. from, your, from your parents like you make it to take it you know what I mean where you want because they're going to push you where you need to be like how you are there for your kids yeah. you're so good for your kid bro like yeah but we're I not watch perfect that. you know no. parents are not you know we make mistakes and we're not we're know, humans but yeah but that's the, I watch you do it and I'm like oh, that's sick dude he, the kid gets to sit back he has something to fucking fall onto like he has his dad he understands his dad's been through shit like Kids out there ripping, already got more style than freaking. I don't even know. I mean, more style than his dad. He's got a lot. Of, <laughs> kids got so much style, I trip on it, bro. Hey, this kid, this kid, more style, more hair, more cuteness. Yeah. Kids, good looking kid, ripping, hair. fading old dogs. But out the there. show is not about late night. It's about fuck moths. Mm-hmm. Oh. And fuck moths. Let me just say, uh, it was yeah. fun. <laughs> this has been fun. Yeah. Um, it's just awesome. As you were talking, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, holy crap, you know, you have had a really good luck in being really talented in a, a bunch of different uh, things. Mm-hmm. Like being a, a great skateboarder, or not skateboarder, sorry, mo- moto, right? And then being a great snowboarder where you're like, making a name for yourself you know yeah. that's hard to do yeah in one thing you know true and then to walk away from it and then come back and you know revitalize it's like it riding a bike bro sorry <laughs> get back on and re, you know re, revamping re, revamping and reinvigorating you know you're, you, you're having your second wind of, of like success yeah and dude that's insane but that's, that's following awesome. your passion and being you know like not giving up you know like it, like you could listen to a doctor and be like, you know what? They said I'm never gonna ride a motor. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't. You know, like I said, I said this. proving yeah. people wrong. <laughs> you know, I, I did. That, I literally said, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah. I, I think that gives I'm you like, more more drive <laughs> and ambition than when when somebody says you can't. You know, mm-hmm. and it it's definitely tough to hear if you're in a down. You know, if you're not. Yeah. You're you're you're, you're down and out. You know, yeah. after you know, I, I couldn't even imagine. I've had a couple of injuries where I'm out a few months, but. Huh? Not like that. Not like be, that. It's tough to digest and, and come out on top. But that's... I hate doctors' words sometimes, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Even with my knee when I was a kid, like, the one doctor told me I have a 90 year old knee. I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. You went to school for this? <laughs> what the hell? I was so like, I swear after like that with my knee, you know, I was just always just never wanted to trust a 
and what they have to say. Yeah. This is all how you feel, dude. Yeah. Well, dude. Thank, Thank you, you Justin. I appreciate the talk. That was fun. That was fun. I needed fun. that. Laura, thanks <laughs> for being patient. patient. Um, this has been amazing. Justin, fuck most Mulford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love you, bro. Can't Love wait. You guys, Can't dude. wait to see uh, the next videos. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to put something out for y'all because I really right. want, I need that. I need some yeah. more. Yeah, for sure. Definitely got more room for me and more, uh, more progression. That's kind of what my whole plan was to get better and better and better one you know yeah. gotta cut myself off before it gets too hectic and <laughs> you know what I mean and then balance it back into being a better one and better one so this yeah. next one I do is gonna be better I know that for a fact because I got shit already lined up let's yeah. just hope things work out with all this world period I mean screw the motocross <laughs> and all the other stuff this world's kind of twisted upside down well you can yeah. still do what you do even with the world yeah. twisted I mean yeah we need, Mad Max. we need content <laughs> we need content like that to yeah to make us smile and inspire us. Mad Max shit. <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.